0: Yeah, yo yo yeah, yo Hello, everyone! I'm Matt, a.k.a. Legion X, and welcome to another fantastic episode of the Gap, the Generic Anime Podcast. I'm your host. With me and my co-host, Shane, a.k.a. the beautiful one. How are you doing today, Shane? It's a Sunday, all right. It is a, it is a Sunday. Sounds like a Sunday uh, to it, me. It, it is, uh, it is 12.24 p.m. on a Sunday. Uh... And I am dead tired. <laughs> uh, this man worked all night. Not all, I've been working midnights for about a week. And I'll be working midnights for the next five weeks. Can we get F's in chat for Matt? Can we, can we get, uh, can you, can you, can I, uh, can I kill myself, please? Uh, don't do get that. Some you
1: in the chat for a guaranteed cha- paycheck for Matt? That's what i Um I, I, chat, working. I
0: don't chat. know if I'm doing it though yet, but I might be working Christmas though. So the pay that paycheck about to be
2: fat. Here's I am in chat? chat. Can we can we, can we get a bolded W in chat for that? A bolded a bolded W. Shane
1: turned the the W upside down. He made it go from mini to Wumbo or yep. from Wumbo oh. to Mini. Oh wombo?
0: The wombo. <laughs> uh, with me I also have my co host Spencer. How are you doing today,
2: Spencer? Hello, uh, we are Sex Bob-Omb. One, two, we are, three, we four. are in. <laughs> we are Sex bob yes,
0: yes. Yes. Uh, oh, uh, Ed Whisby. I also have, uh, our resident sportsman, Adam. How are you doing today, Adam? I don't great.
1: know why I'm he's here. i uh, I watched a poll there last night in theaters, um, oh. In, in this isn't is Napoleon podcast, but there is a uh, shocking development. I've just learned that bread makes you fat, and I've had four sandwiches today. So
2: bread, Wait, makes,
0: you bread, makes, fat, fat? bread makes you fat. Bread makes you fat. Uh, I, fucking, I no, I was uh. Because, because obviously my, because fucking I was, I, I, all I do, all I saw was I get a notification on Discord about how Adam saw Napoleon. I'm like, oh, he's die. No, I don't know how it is. And the first thing I see is Ridley Scott should be sent to the firing squad. And I'm like, oh no. Oh. Like, it's so, it's so over. I think from uh, a
1: movie perspective, it's fine, but as a biopic of Napoleon, it's bad. Horrendous.
0: Not <laughs> like, good. I was good. I was going to say, like, even the, if you want to know uh how over it actually is i've been checking like reviews from ridley heads and even they're divided on it so it's actually over now listen even the ridley heads don't like it
1: it's an interesting proposition because like we're gonna let an englishman make a movie about napoleon that's never gonna go well well at least when like abel gans did it in the 1920s he was french so there's like the necessary respect there yeah You have a guy who did zero research
0: and clearly did not give a fuck. It's a movie
1: about toxic masculinity amongst, like, world leaders, which could be funny, but he used, like, the most important 19th century person. Like, maybe beyond Jesus Christ, maybe one of, like, the most written about people in history. It's not like there aren't historical sources for, like, everything Napoleon did. It's not like everything he did is preserved.
3: I don't know, man. I feel like
1: Jesus is pretty overrated.
2: (laughs) <laughs> what? what Adam I, lo- I
0: love how that's your fucking take away that's your take Jesus over it <laughs> uh,
2: Jesus versus N- Napoleon that's pretty low diff not gonna lie it's low, low diff, <laughs> diff. <That> <laughs> not like a but, issue a but Adam uh, I just came across something on Twitter uh, that says you think you're so great because you have boats it was a very
1: funny line <laughs> Pr- got
2: yeah. probably the biggest laugh from a theater I've been in all year. So I'm just gonna pause for a second to f- hear this line read real quick. Yeah. It's, really it's, it's
0: Joaquin Phoenix yelling about boats. It's, it's very funny. It's pretty.
2: Yeah, it's a good line. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Very solid line read from Joaquin. Uh, <laughs> good I, job. I I, I, w- I listen when I get to Ridley Scott's age. Okay, I wish to be this much of a. Fucking laissez faire old man, who's just like, yeah, fuck it. Uh, Napoleon, uh, fucking bomb the pyramids. Uh, who gives a shit? I don't okay. care.
0: No, that's literally that's literally him, and he's like in an interview. And he's literally in an interview, like you, <laughs> y'all weren't there. Maybe he did bomb the pyramids. Maybe he you did. I mean, li-
2: which is the um, <laughs> which is the incredible. It it has the same energy as somebody insulting you, and you going, no, you. <laughs> or or the patented Nuh-uh no uh okay.
0: And, fucking, and fuck, I, I, I fucking Eventually it's like yeah I'm 81 And I'm just gonna make like 6 more of these I have, like 6 or 7 more of these I'm gonna okay. keep making movies
3: now- now I hate to interrupt the guys being dudes, but this is not the, the Napoleon movie podcast, unfortunately.
1: It's, it's, if you, it's, you it's, Spencer had our movie podcast it, I was gonna say if you that, want to talk about Napoleon
3: podcast. on the podcast, you should talk to Spencer to bring back his movie podcast that never went anywhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we should redo the Masher and Commander episode. That'd be killer. We
2: really should. That would be killer. Yeah. Then you could talk about Napoleon, but this yeah. is the gap. Uh, the, where we talk yeah, about equally
0: so- as uh, meaningless things like anime. <laughs> yes, <laughs> equally as meaningless. Uh, we you know we have a wonderful show planned for y'all today because we have some simulcasts to talk about, some simulpubs, as well as uh, uh, quite a bit of news actually. Um, uh, the last couple of weeks have been bombarded with some stuff. With some stuff, um, and then of course we have our featured anime of the podcast, and yes it's an anime. Shut up. Uh, and that's uh, Scott Pilgrim takes off. So we'll talk about that, of course. Yeah, yeah. Mal, you We're cowards, right get out episode. of my chat. <laughs> so. Is everyone Piece ready to go? Shit. Are we ready to it's move on? Talk about. All right, I'm
2: ready. We're shit good to my go.
3: Pants.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's let's uh, talk. Let's move on to simulcasts. Uh, this is now. Uh, this is our final podcast of year before the year end awards so this is our final regular podcast of the year so this is our final chance to talk about simulcasts if anyone has anyone to talk about Shane, is there anything you want to talk about simul- for simulcasts
3: this just in boys no. this just in sound the alarms yep. I've finally it, watched it. a new fucking show
2: <laughs> he's oh.
0: finally watching them holy shit <laughs> he's actually doing it not just uh, one did you? what did you watch I watched two shows.
1: Oh snap! <laughs> he watched oh. two. Holy
3: shit! You know what? Best tracker I've had in a while. So I'm gonna pat myself on the back for that one. Man watched two shows. Two shows. The two shows in particular I watched. Um, mm-hmm. First off, The Apothecary
0: Diaries. Told yep. Yeah. That. Yeah. She crazy, bro. She is crazy. My My Apothecary Diaries is a great show because it understands incredible show uh, that making your lead character insane makes the imbe- makes everything else great. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. When her, when, yeah, you know, you have a great lead character when the introductory scene has her fucking getting like a taking a venomous snake and having it bite her and her going hee hee he, yes and her going
3: me. hmm yes let me study this as her arm is like
0: disintegrating from the poison yeah exactly which is oh great fucking introduction incredible it's so good <laughs> uh uh but uh the real thing i but uh of course the real i think the real highlight of apothecary is how it looks it looks <laughs> it looks stellar um uh anime animation of the year level stuff here uh fucking uh it's 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 a great it, it's pretty insane on like how to it's like one of those shows that really honestly doesn't need to look as good as it does no uh, it really doesn't but, but it does and we're thankful for that uh and it's olm too um and also kevin Pankin on music yeah too. baby one of three composers on it. I think also Satoru Koski's on it. He did fucking B stars. He's on this too, um, and he did Revy! Okay. Um. Um. But yeah. So, but it looks great. Shane, anything? It's just like yeah, Apothecary great. Well, what's the other one you want to talk? Because I know, I know what the. I know. I think I've, I know what the other one. I've talked to you him. Watch.
3: I've talked to Matt about this, so he knows. And... It's the show that he <laughs> literally won't shut up about this season. That's Freyren. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. so what, what do you th- what did you free, think? Of free or free ren
3: as the uh dub pronounce it apparently free win. Uh, free win. whatever
0: what do you think of what do you think of free
3: win? The show gives me feels man <laughs> the show makes me emotional and i don't like being emotional <laughs> anyone who knows me knows i don't like you're being the most
1: emotional guy i've ever met shane yeah,
0: yeah and that's why i don't like it <laughs> well no, it's it He's a well, *Freyr* is a great show uh, for a lot of reasons, Uh, but like it's, but like it's one of it's a, it's a great. It's one of the things that you know it's going to be great, like pretty much immediately, is the fact that like you're crying by the end of the first episode and you're not sure why. Yeah, yep. yep, yep, Um, and it's great. Uh, and then it it just it just keeps getting better. Did you get to episode nine? By any chance? I got to episode six. Okay. Because I will say this now. Episode nine has the best fight scene that has happened all year. That's not from One Piece. Gotcha.
3: Good to Um,
0: know. (laughs) So it's... It's... uh, No, basic... Freyren... Freyren has... I already had high expectations for Freyrin, but like it actually surpassed them because, like, I was not expecting Freyrin, a non action show, to have action scenes that good. You, but if you got to six, that means you got to the dragon stuff. Yes, right? I've seen the dragon stuff. <laughs> Man.
3: <laughs> it's like, I feel um, like I, I talked about this when the clips landed on Twitter. Uh, and we're making yeah. the round. So, like, th- this show doesn't have to go as hard as it does. And yet it still does for some reason.
0: And to it's all you the better for it. To on how good the fight scene that I'm talking about is, the dragon scene is, like, not even, like, on the same level as it. Sick. Uh, uh, the fight scene in question, by the way, lasts, like, an entire episode and is almost entirely, like, movie-level Sakuga. So Hell yeah. We love uh, good, healthy productions. Uh yeah yeah which yeah fucking Freeman apparently does actually have kind of a healthy puffin ish it's still a madhouse show so like more so like than a, we can yeah, say about other shows oh yeah oh yeah we'll get we'll get to a show I will <laughs> want to talk about the less, other but, shows um actually
2: um Spencer anything for Cybercast you want to talk about uh nope just uh same as always you know Um uh, Shane really needs to get watch off. Of his... Shangri La. What Shangri La? I was. Uh, that was on.
3: That was that was my plan, and then I got busy again, so I didn't get around to it. Oh but wow! I will. Shane these next gets two
2: weeks. Busy.
3: <laughs> hey, why don't you like kiss my ass? Anyway, um, no, thank you. these next but these I next two weeks are just going to be fucking blitzing to catch up on everything before the awards. Yeah, year end.
0: Yeah, Perfect, don't. Yeah. No, no he did the same last year. He will. He will do it. He will end it's up totally... watching. I remember last year he was like, "Oh, I was like, he's not gonna be able to do it." I Shane watched anime at an inhuman speed last time, so it's he'll
2: do it again. It's okay. I have it, the ca- I have the capacity. He does have the capacity. Um, um. But yeah, uh, Shanghi, uh, specifically Senraku continues to be like the greatest anime pro tag ever. Uh,
0: Is it better than Rentaro, though?
2: Okay, Rentaro is the greatest for a different reason. (laughs) Because he respects women. He doesn't just respect women, he loves women. He is the least gay person out there. He is is who who all straight people should look up to. He is the (laughs) model straight person. All heterosexuals should bow to Rentaro. Okay? That's how much of a woman lover this man is.
0: What red taro red, red Taro? That that's the best description. Red Taro is the kind of is the kind of straight man who like if fucking women were like cocaine, he would he would he Oh would, yeah. He
1: would be the Pablo
0: Escobar, the Pablo Escobar, Escobar of cocaine. loving women. <laughs> 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 of
3: mm-hmm. loving women. It's um the pure, also, anti- the, the pure antithesis to gay people. He sees a man. He's like, "Ew, gross! Get away ew. from me!
2: Get the fuck <laughs> away from me, friend A! Get away from me, you freak!" Because mm. <laughs> if you notice, all of his male friends don't have names. Yeah, because they're not it's important. Just friend names. A. Because he doesn't have yeah. any. Because he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't have it.
0: Yeah, he. Yeah, he. Yeah, he's so straight he doesn't even need male friends. He just needs every. A
2: woman. Every waking moment is devoted towards that, women. And that's that nothing. that's something that I can only in my dreams. Go uh... so back to the fact that, like,
0: in his first episode, the fuck it, fuck it, he sp- like, on his, after his first day of school, he spends three hours looking for a single contact lens on the floor for his teacher.
2: Yeah. Fucking. It's great. He's just a good dude. He's just a good <laughs> he's, guy. He's
0: that, he's a good guy to the point of absurdity, which I love. Uh That's yeah, a nice
3: that's, that's a nice cop got there.
2: It's a shame but, I don't need it. That's the joke, and that's why I I think aside from the show being genuinely funny for its like absurdist humor, like <laughs> 100 girlfriends works really well because the the joke is that there is no such thing as a person that is this genuinely nice,
0: <laughs> like
2: <laughs> To <laughs> a, like to an extent that is in you know, of in of itself absurd. And <laughs> oh, I've seen, I've seen the absurdity. I've
3: seen the clips from this new episode on Twitter. Oh, I've seen them. Oh,
2: that's oh, like not them.
3: even.
0: Honestly, that's not even the weirdest thing that's, that's happened the on the show. Thing. I'm not Some... gonna lie. That's like the, the most. Fucking... Like, that's like the most obvious. Like. Twit like the obvious like fucking tweet bait stuff that's yeah. happened in the show, but like in terms of actually weird stuff like this, there's there's been some weird, fucking wacky shit that's been on this fucking show. Okay,
2: dude. you two women stand equidistant apart, close your eyes. I'm gonna close my eyes and walk towards one of you. That way, our first kiss is random. Okay? Yeah. Oh no, I just grabbed some... I just grabbed the big bazonga of the mm-hmm. big bazonga lady. Yep. Yep. She's yep. into it. Okay, that's fine. Oh no, I ran in into the sundere. She's, go, she's fine with it, but she's gonna yell at me and say she's not fine with it. So at the end of the day, we're all gonna kiss each other at once. That way... My favorite thing about first. that
0: is that the, the actual the actual plan he comes up with is even dumber than that and it takes like three to four minutes to actually explain. And mm-hmm. fuck it and, and my favorite th- the which is my favorite thing about it. It's like it like this is the stupidest plan you've ever heard in your life. Uh, which is what ma- which <laughs> which it what makes it great. So fuck it, but yes. Okay, uh, okay
1: non non anime guy here. Is uh-huh. the Shangri-La show and the 100 Girlfriend show, are they the same show?
0: No, no. The same
2: they are show? not.
1: Okay. No, two
2: separate shows. So Shangri-La it's is Eastern. a, so Shangri-La is probably one of the best, I don't know what you'd call it. It's technically not an isekai, because he could it's leave that world at any point. It's not,
0: any it's a, just it's go or, home.
2: No, Yeah, yeah it's like a, straight up. It's, 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 dude, it's the
0: just dude the, game. the dude if he died... well I mean he died a couple he's died a couple times in universe and he's just like fuck it he just turns off the game because you know he's a gamer. Um fucking uh Shang- okay so Shangala Fantasy is part of like a weird sub genre of quote unquote Isekai that has popped up called the, the the called the VR VR MMO fucking like fucking shows uh, it's in the same vein as, like, stuff in, like, fucking Bofuri or whatever. Or, or, like, that stuff. Where, oh, like, yeah. instead of... But, the get, but like, which... shang Fan- Frontier is honestly less of an Isekai and more of, like, a love letter to gaming, frankly. Um, yeah. uh... uh with that just happens to have really insane levels of animation. <laughs> um...
2: Ridiculous animation, ridiculous sound yeah. design. The um, best way...
0: And, uh, what mean, like the my pitch for Shangri-La is that don't go in expecting like creme de la creme storytelling. It is a hundred percent a spectacle show. Ah, uh, but damn, that spectacle is good. It's yep. real good. It's real, well done. Ah, uh, Meanwhile, Hunter Girlfriends is basically harem anime, but actually funny.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, literally, ah uh, uh, the God of love was watching Castle in the Sky and graded it a 100 out of 100 when deciding when deciding on, like, soulmates. So instinctively grading it 100 means that our main character has 100 soulmates. He has 100 soulmates because of a clerical error. Because of a clerical basically. error. And he has to uh, keep up a relationship with every single one of them, because if he doesn't, then he's going to die.
0: He dies and they die too die. because then they because don't yeah, they all so the stakes are if you literally do not love your 100 soulmates the same the the, the equally the same uh you all die. <laughs> you all fucking
2: just fucking drop dead. So good luck with that, Bozo. Which uh-huh. Works out because our main character is a lovable goofball. My f- I always quite
0: like why can't the god of love just change that? Like because why can't it's he just like funny, Matt. Because it's because it's it's, because the rule of funny, I guess. Maybe, Uh, maybe I don't know. The show is funny, so I don't mind. But maybe,
1: is very slow. It's like Lebanese politics where it just moves (laughs) at a glacial
0: pace. I I wouldn't, you know, what that's the kind you know, what I would not be shocked if that's like actually the reason
2: as well. Because the show has that kind of humor. Um, uh, it's solid. And then both, both rap shows are, are dope, both rap shows continue to be great. Yeah, there's um, two rap shows this season. Paradox um, Live.
1: You know,
2: Paradox Live is the better of the I know, two. I know, I know. Yeah. Uh um, I mean, Paradox Live
0: if, Paradox Live is like the one where like if you want like an actually good show, you watch that. And then Hype Mike is the one where you if you wanna watch uh hot men with stands fight each other. That's what the rap, I, I remember yeah.
1: Spencer recommended hype Mike season one to you. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna check it out. And then I bounced off it so hard I didn't even. Like, you bounced
2: it. off of it because <laughs> of fucking Ramadan. You bounced off of it because of the twink.
1: I, I, not, not not just the twink for other reasons too. It just it really wasn't it because him. the
2: music sucked, according to him. So it wasn't that good? You're not that good. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: All right, so can we go to the news now? Or are we still talking about? Um,
0: uh, well, yeah. well, well, well Adam, there's, there's no manga to talk about, Adam. Well, that also, it also, well, like the big for yeah, simulcast. You're about
1: One piece, and I'm going to talk about Chainsaw Man. That's how it's going to be, isn't it?
0: No, yeah, more than likely. Also, yeah. also, Kaisen. Okay. Yeah. Also, uh, Kaisen, Kaisen. But, else, but before we get into, before we get into manga, I want to talk about a simulcast show. Uh, specifically, oh, one I know that's in about. shambles. <laughs> one that's in shambles because I've been re- I've been talking about this in our main group chat for a little for the past couple weeks. And so let's talk about Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, uh, this shambles! Love
1: messy productions. We love incompetent productions. We love let's people talk about who don't know what they're doing.
0: The, we'll the, the atomic level. The atomic levels of. Bad production on display. Bumbling yeah. the Bag. <laughs> um, okay, so, um, no, okay, so if you've been watching Sen the past couple weeks, um, you may be wondering, uh, why the, 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 why half the show looks like the best thing you've ever seen in your life and why the other half feels unfinished. Uh, that's because, uh, Kaizen has reportedly and very likely, actually, if, if the animators' gripes on Twitter are to be believed, the maybe the worst production the anime industry has seen since some, uh, since the likes of Flip Flappers. If y'all remember the Flip Flappers debacle from 2016, um, Flip Flappers uh, is, a sh- is a show where its lead writer dipped two-thirds the way through because of creative differences, and then they had to rack-shamble... Like a last minute, like the last four to four episodes ish, out of like fucking random notes and just fucking doing whatever, um, in order to like get an ending done on it. The same on now, Jujutsu Kaisen thankfully has source material to work with, so story wise, it's not in too much of a problem. The issue just comes with a lack of time. Mappa has been in the news consistently over the past, I don't know fucking how many years, uh, from criticisms surrounding its bad production schedules, its rough its rough working conditions, and the sheer amount of anime that it does end up producing and make. I think
1: and rough, rough is fu- when it comes to working conditions there. Yeah,
0: yeah. it is finally reached ahead with Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2, which which honestly should have been their easy slam dunk. Jujutsu Kaisen is the biggest hit Jump has had since Demon Slayer. In fact, it's arguably maybe even a bigger hit. Season 2 of Jujutsu Kaisen has done the rare thing of actually selling better and and having better ratings on TV than its first season. It's the first second season of an anime to do that since K-On! all the way back in 2010. Uh, it is the, it is the rare anime that's actually just getting more popular as time goes on, uh, which should be mean that, oh, you have like an instant slam dunk all time classic anime uh, like show here waiting to happen. And with some of the best talent at the studio working on it and from if you saw him hit inventory, you know how well they adapted that arc. So clearly, they were in a good position for Shibuya Incident. Which, from manga readers, to give you some perspective, Adam, Shibuya Incident is one of the most acclaimed arcs in shonen. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm the, I don't ever. even watch Jujutsu Kaisen, and I know what uh, the, uh, Shibuya Incident. It vaguely is. So yeah, I understand where you're coming from.
0: Yeah, so it's like the it is like the shonen arc of like the of like this century arguably because i haven't seen an arc this acclaimed since universally acclaimed since like either chimera ant or like dark tournament um like it's insane so but so and they and so but the production has been basically unsustainable they uh, unsustainable because the amount because the because as the the animators have done exceptional work trying to adapt this, and they have a lot of really incredible ideas on display here. Like the, there's a the, there's a most re, the most re, one of the more recent episodes really displays this because it goes like super experimental and weird and has a lot of like really fucking um am- like astounding cuts. However. It's very clear that the production is like in shambles, trying to keep up with everything. And it's it's just a it's just a mess. and i it's just a mess. And I don't know I legitimately do not know how they're going to stick the landing if they do. Um, we're already seen fallout from how bad this production has been. Uh, if reports are to be believed, uh, Chainsaw Man's director has dipped. He's gone. He's out. And he he's t- apparently taking quite a bit of the Chainsaw Man staff and Kaisen staff with him. So it's very likely that we're so it's, it's very likely that fucking I don't even and I don't even know if Mappa is going to learn anything from this because it's clear that the fucking guy, the producer, that the the head of Mappa has no no interest in fixing changing this. Like, I, like, I remember the,
1: um, I remember reading what you said about it, and the um, the individual who I guess is responsible, like the lead on Jujutsu Kaisen, has like this reputation. Like every show he's been a part of has been an absolute shit show. And at some point it comes it comes to the question of why is this guy still allowed to make shows? Why is this well, guy Well because
0: his because his shows make money. That's the thing. His he the the is that the sh- regardless of how shitty the productions are, he's also the guy responsible for again, Kai season 2, which is one of the best-selling shows of this year. Yuri on Ice, one of the best-selling original anime of all time. Uh, he was also responsible for a lot. He, he was he's been he was responsible for a lot of the stuff on like he he helped Ma- he helped MAPPA get uh, Attack on Titan as well, which actually helped did revitalize interest in it in the West after several years. So like he so like he the results do, do like he
2: he looks good for stockholders. That's why he's still
0: around.
2: Uh, uh, I... Oh, yeah, dude. Like, Shueisha and Kodansha, like, the big companies that own these rights... They don't actually give a... Sh- they don't give no, a shit about, like, actual,
0: like, fucking working conditions or making sure that their animators are, you know, not killing themselves. As long as they see profit, they that's all they give a shit about. And that's all they ever have given a shit about. Um, Frankly. And I... So that's why I... That's why I know a lot of people are saying like, oh, maybe this Otsuka, maybe now Otsuka will finally get fired. No, he's not. He's going to stick around and Mappa's going to burn itself to the ground more than likely over the next decade as more and more shows implode over over there. Um, uh, uh, Fucking uh, I can't imagine, by the way, uh, what would happen if Chainsaw Man ends up imploding over there as well. Uh, I'll
1: fly no. and make my. Uh, I will. I will fly there. I will make my
0: passions heard to them. <laughs> there will be. I will I, then, there might be something Abe known as
2: man. a Molotov cocktail. There might be uh, an, nah, There, might be, no. there might be a in,
1: incident of their own. You never know?
2: No, nah, dude. We we we, we going all the way to the top. I'm gonna fucking Shinzo Abe this man. <laughs> he's, he's, I'm he's, gonna he's, build a shotgun out of a fucking steel I don't pipe think you and can some can Say wiring. that
1: on a public podcast, boss. Yeah.
2: In Minecraft. For, there we go. No, for,
0: for, for 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 legal purposes, this is a joke. For legal uh,
2: purposes, I obviously mean in Roblox. Um. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, kaisen has been
0: a mess, and Kai's been a mess uh, at the. I, I I'm just I. It's just that fucking I. All I have to say is that the animators who are working on it. I'm very sorry. Godspeed, um, very and sorry. also, and also, y'all doing y'all doing God's work. Uh, y'all doing the y'all Lord's doing, work. Um, y'all doing the Lord's work. So let's talk about uh, let's talk about uh, Pubs. Uh, Shane. <laughs>
2: so One Piece is uh, really uh, good this week.
0: Oh wow, has, and has been real good. Uh, well, okay. So over the past month, ever since we started ta- ever uh, since we last left One Piece. Um, Oda has decided to go ham Oda has chosen violence um yeah yeah, you love children of rape um cause that's what they're doing right now in one piece uh uh cause they're exploring the backstory of uh Kuma uh one of the former seven warlords of the sea and former member of the revolutionary army and now also cyborg man Um, and it's rough. It's real (laughs) rough
3: out here. (laughs) It is not going
0: good outside, let me tell you. It is not going good. Man, man. No, this is like. Is this maybe the most depressing a backstory has
3: been? Oh, absolutely. Are you fucking
0: kidding me? (laughs) Like, holy shit. Like, Man. Then I, I thought, like, man, I just, thought that, like, let's just make this man's life the absolute
3: worst.
0: <laughs> yeah, fucking, fucking. And also, uh, it'll, and, uh, it'll, I mean, it's a flashback for Akuma, but we're also getting backstory and a bunch of characters along with it. We're getting, we get a particularly Julie Bonnie as well. Mm-hmm. We can a lot of her backstory in this as well. Uh, turns out she's just a kid. Uh, she's yep. not actually like an adult, which means that Julie Bonnie Simps on Suicide Watch. Yep, um, yep. Called FBI on speed dial. <laughs> FBI on speed dial. Uh, but also, um, that she is a kid and also possibly dying from a incurable disease that turns her into stone. Um, yep. I still don't know how it works, oh, but she has like, the think...
1: Serene Brathian disease. Interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, she does. Uh, and uh. Uh, and she's called Jewelry Bonnie because her because Kuma, who's his adopted dad is like, yo, the stones around your eyes, they look like jewelry. It looks like jewelry is so beautiful on you, and I just wanna fucking cry and die inside. Um, because oh, I know I've how there. this has been there for a while. The man. thing is about this flashback is that with a lot of with a lot of the one piece flashbacks about older characters, a lot of the times, like, we're focusing on a character we don't exactly know, like, what happens. Like, Odin or the... or Roland from Skypea. Like, there's, like, characters that we kind of know what happened to but we don't really. With Kuma, we know exactly, in Bonnie, we know what happens with them. Mm-hmm. Like, we know 100% what happens. And it makes Kuma... So everything that happens to Kuma in this, it's just infinitely worse. Because we actually know Kuma, and we actually know, like, what happens to him and how he ends up. And it's real rough. Uh, did you read the most recent chapter, by the way? That the one that came out today? Tonight? No, I did not. Uh,
3: did you see the scans, at least? No, I've been, I've been... Since this flashback has started, I've been avoiding that shit like the plague. I don't want to see anything.
0: Uh, we find out what the term pacifista means, this chapter, by the way, Shane. It's sad.
1: What does pacifista probably mean?
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, fuck it. Well, sh- well, yeah, Shane. What do you think it means?
3: What do you think it means, Shane? I mean, Kuma's a pacifist, so that's only what I can assume it
0: means. Well, yeah, it basically means that when uh, the Kuma, he's about to get the, he's about to get the cyborg transformation done on him by Vegapunk. <laughs> yeah. and Vegapunk asks, like, "What do you want?" this to be called because this is going to like change the world and stuff. And he's going to create other role, like cyborgs like him. Um, uh, and he said, I want to be called, I want to be called pacifista because I don't actually want to like kill anybody. I just want to, I want to be a peaceful. I want, you want to be a peaceful warrior. Um, which is even more tragic when you realize that when Kuma, you know, Kuma is used for anything. But that, yep. Like, uh, he like it is rough. Again, this is a rough flashback. This is rough. This is rough shit. And honestly, just makes me fucking hate the Celestial Dragons even more. Fuck, fuck them. Fuck you know those. what? I gotta, g- I
3: gotta give Oda kudos for making literally the most vile human beings imaginable, <laughs> and somehow continue to
0: make them worse. That's that's
3: <laughs> impressive. <laughs> Yeah,
2: hey, it's yeah, it's real rough. Uh, Spencer, what do you want to talk yes. about for Final Pubs? Well, let's go from depression to comedy. Let's talk about Kaisen. I don't know. Kaisen, objectively, had had did the funniest possible thing with its arc. I think it's so great. The best so, fucking
3: chapter, so man. So
2: let's talk about how great fucking Takaba is. Yeah, I okay? love Takaba. So, so, talk about Adam, is that guy that I told you about, that if he thinks something is funny, it becomes real. Okay. Like, like, he survived, like, bombs to the face, Did and, like, because he thought it, it would be funny to, like, get hit by the bomb and then, like, slide into frame, like, oh, god, and I thought my breath stunk. Like, you know, th- like, if he thinks it's funny and it'll get a laugh, it becomes real. This man literally is more powerful than Gojo. The most powerful <laughs> person. Okay? Because it's... He's it's, basically Bugs Bunny. <laughs> he's basically, he's, he literally is basically a, a Bugs Bunny. He he has That's... the energy of the early 2000s, do it for the vine kind of it's, thing. It's you know, my like, favorite goddamn 2000s?
1: trope. What are you talking about? It's like 2010s, man.
2: Early 2010s? Do it for the vine. Yeah, you know it's, I mean? it's
3: my favorite goddamn trope. Or it's just, like, lo- it, it, people running on Looney Tunes logic?
2: Yeah, it, it runs on the same logic as Gear 5. where it's Which just, is the best goddamn thing. Yeah, it's just silly little guy, okay? So our silly little co- comedian is going up against arguably the main antagonist, aside from Sukuna. But I would—Sukuna's weird. But <laughs> he's going up against, basically, the big bad. His, who's, whose name is Kenjaku, he's like a, he's a uh, over a thousand year old sorcerer who basically like body transmutes. He, he like puts his, his like brain in, into like other people's bodies and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, a uh, fucking,
0: he's like, he, he's like a fucking, he's like, the he's basically, I don't know why it reminded me, he's basically just Dante from FMAO3. Really. Yeah,
2: pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these two are fighting. And so you have this person who has the ability to basically do anything. He is a, he can, he's just overpowered, okay? He's just busted, straight up. Um, versus a guy who's just a silly little man. Um, and the silly little man ends up, like, fighting and, like, kind of whooping his ass. But then, but then the big bad is, like, dude, you're not funny. You're not even a good comedian like tell better jokes and that breaks his confidence and then the comedian starts getting his ass beat but then the comedian starts doing like a fucking monzai comedy act with the big bad who's loving it this is literally like like this is the most fun kenjaku has had in centuries and it's really funny because you can't tell whether he's playing into it or if he's like genuinely laughing at these jokes like he finds I, this stuff funny. I love the fact that like again, it's objective this is objectively the funniest
0: possible thing that Tyson could have done with its fight, and they decide and he and they did it anyways. Kiki is a fucking mad lad dude is dude is a, dude is like. Already, the dude was like fucking, just kind of doing whatever. But now he literally is doing whatever.
2: I love it. I'm so- gonna, st- I'm gonna see if I could find w- one of the panels for um for Adam, uh, the one where Enjaku uh, turns into a fucking nurse. Oh d- no, yeah,
0: that one. Yeah.
2: Okay. Very Here's... important
1: question for all yes. my male lesbians out there. How is Nobara doing?
2: She's just not MA. Still MA looking good, not buddy. Right. It's not <laughs> looking gonna... good for my girl. It, Nobara it is, is not, loo- it's not, not looking good. Uh, fuck it. Someone brought up
0: something actually about Nobara that I think is interesting. I think someone brought up the reason that it's very possible that Nobara just hasn't shown up is because her fucking abilities are too powerful to deal with uh so like oh yeah she's very that she he just wrote her out or like the very not using her because it's like if she was around a lot of this would have been fixed like none of this you, you think he's
1: waiting for it to get to like to, to a um basically an unbreakable part where like you really write yourself into a corner and then have her show up and clean up you'd be like easy what's going on
0: possible, but also at the same time, I think I know... I, I think I know where Gigi's going with a lot of his... a lot of the stuff here, and I don't think he's gonna need Nobara for it. Um... Yeah, and also, yeah, these staff that, like, this like, yeah, Kai, Kaisen's been very good the past couple weeks, so, like, it's And then, been... like,
2: dude, like, the next page after that one I sent you is now, all of a sudden, they're on a fucking game show, and they're answering questions. Mm-hmm. And then... Um. And then they get hit by a car. Uh, but it turns out that Kenjaku was the cat that the character was was uh, trying to chase. And then they and then all of a sudden our our big bad finds a drowning cat, but Takabut ends up being the drowning cat, and then they're on a sea dew, and then they're then it starts to rain, but it's not raining. Uh, it actually is Fanta and they're being and then the water becomes Fanta, and then it just ends at a bonsai stand. So, next chapter, they're just doing straight-up comedy. Every time Spencer explains something, it sounds...
3: Every time Spencer explains something, it sounds like the most insane person shit. (laughs) Like, dude needs to be put in an asylum.
1: (laughs) It's like a dream, yeah. Like, you know how dreams have, like, no logic how they connect from one place to another. It's all seamless. It's like that. Ca- like, to be fair, that, that is I kind of
0: how this chapter of Kaisen felt. I'm not going to I lie. don't know how to take that, Jane. I'll be honest with
3: you. I'm just saying, every time you explain something, it's like, if you told this to a normal person, they would give you that look and maybe call the police.
1: <laughs> I'm considering it right now. I'm giving you that look. He has the, the phone
3: in his hand. 911, Listen, okay? what's your emergency? There's a scary yeah. man here.
1: I, I have an insane person on the other end of my phone call. <laughs> not not you, the, my other phone call. <laughs> oh, I, I need the other police for that. Okay. I'll call the other I need police. you to go through Discord the,
3: and
0: arrest it. this man. He needs the Discord police. Yeah, oh, take the like, alive coppers. Fucking. Uh, so, uh, Adam, let's talk about Chainsaw Man, though, because I actually uh, do want to talk about Chainsaw Man. Uh,
1: right. I'm trying to remember what happened because it was a while ago. I read it like last Tuesday. I'm like, ah, uh, I read it this Tuesday when what came out. And then, uh, uh, uh and Naita me. are
0: the yeah, best. that's what it is. They're,
1: she's pretty, I like her a lot. She's pretty cool because she's like 12 and she acts like a 12 year old. And in the, the world of anime, you don't get that where it's like, oh, yeah, a 12 year old acts like they're 12. It's always like a 12 year old. She's a
0: 12 year old who acts Four. like a 12 year old, but is also a demon. So it's kind of sadistic. Yeah, <laughs> great.
1: Um. Yeah. Uh. Return of Yoru. So, the uh, mm-hmm. president's back. So we're all good yeah. to go.
0: Return of Return of Yoru. I do like the fact that it's like we we haven't seen her for a while, but Asa's like back 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 now, which is nice. Um, yeah. Well. She like
2: she she turned her entire apartment into a, a sword. A sword to How fight against Yoshida. To though. Oh, you're not. <laughs> you keep calling him you, your insurance. You're just not. <laughs>
1: I'd like to make a claim. My house is now my sword. Can you pay for that please? <laughs> I but
3: would like it, to make a claim. I'm now homeless, um, but I had no choice.
2: I had I had no cho- I had, I had, had no f- choice. I I had to fight against a guy who had like octopus li- li- Yeah, yet yeah, no octopus limbs. Yep. Well, to be fair,
0: in the in the in the fucking Chainsaw Man world, that could actually work because demons are like a actual like a fucking a well known thing that yeah. so, yeah. everyone knows about. So,
2: like you that could, could
3: potentially actually... go to insurance you... company and be like, "Listen,
2: okay, but 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 would
0: believe but, you'd be like okay, so no, so but even if in one hundred
2: percent covered under insurance in the Chainsaw Man. In, world, okay, so. but but in this case, so it would go through insurance, but they would have to find out, you know, because you'd be like, "Hey." octopus guy right they would look it up they'd see that it's Yoshida and he works for public safety and they'd be like oh we can't touch this man he's he's part of the government uh sorry your claim's denied Well you don't pay insurance it's not that it's not that the other party pays insurance to you it's that you pay insurance for the company to bail you out yeah, yeah. and the company's gonna be like sorry uh the go- government damage doesn't is isn't covered. If a secret service agent crashes into me,
1: I'm still getting paid <laughs> by the insurance company. What if he cuts your arm off? I'd be very unhappy, but I'm still getting paid out by the insurance company. You can just stable okay, that shit enough. back on,
2: dude. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, that's that's changed on I me. Mean, it's in it's in a phase where a lot is happening very quickly. So it takes a bit to digest it so yeah
0: and, yeah and also uh raise a heads we'll get, uh, we'll, get, we'll get them next time we'll get them next time n- n- next n- chapter
2: guys next, next heads. chapter
0: next chapter Next uh for sure uh fucking uh the other one i want to talk about is mha because mha uh did something really interesting last chapter did shane did you read the new MH mha from last week or no. Last week? God, I don't... Because it was because it's remember. on break this week. Because it was on break this week.
3: So... Let me see. Let me give myself a, on a refresher. Oh, no, uh, I, because, didn't, oh, I didn't actually read this chapter. Because no.
0: this chapter actually takes a break from all the fighting and instead goes all the way back to the start. It's about the first quirk user, a.k.a. Oh the glowing God. baby. The glowing baby. It's about the going baby, and uh, let's just say, do you thought Kuma's backstory was rough? Oh, the baby got um, it worse, huh? Oh, so, K- Horikoshi did something really fucking fascinating with this. I will legit say this. See, is that... So, Spencer, you know how they've been... For a hundred and four hundred and six chapters prior to this, they mm-hmm. have been telling you about a specific history of how quirks worked? Yes, that's all propaganda. It's all bullshit.
1: Oh. Awesome. Damn, the government's lying to you.
0: Oh, oh, shit. wait, like, straight but, up. Yeah, it's all bullshit. It's all it's all fucking bullshit. The way that how quirks were invented and shit, uh, or at the very, or at the very least, like the backstory that like that the world had been telling you and how they came about was all bullshit. Um, because they wait. No, me. No, mainly because it's connected to Alpha One. So they don't want that shit getting out. Quirks are inherently like fucking bad. That's basically oh, what okay. It is. Um, which is inter- which are is a, a virus. really yeah, which is basically really interesting. <laughs> which is really fucking interesting. Uh, fucking uh, what well, But yeah, I like so. But yeah, they do so. Is and and also uh, this this mo- this chapter made it makes it. Super fucking clear that uh, Horikoshi just wants to write a horror manga at this point, because uh, there's some really horrific stuff in imagery in this chapter, which is really great. Um, uh, so, like, I, if chapter, it's actually I think maybe my favorite chapter they've had, I've had, they've had, I've had for MHA in a, in a while. It's really, it's a really strong, like, standalone chapter. And I think it, it even like even if you even if you aren't a fan of MHA, it's just really well drawn, really well paneled, like ec- excellently ec- fantastic across the board on the part of Horikoshi. Like he's done a fantastic job with this. So highly recommend checking it out Uh, just as a just as kind of like a fucking you read it and go Jesus. And then, move <laughs> yeah, I'm literally on. reading okay. it right now and I'm going Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> or, or, Horikoshi, I think. Are you okay? Like, you need a, you need to talk to somebody. Like, yeah. This you good?
3: child, this child is killing dudes.
0: Yeah, fucking the dude, fucking, fucking the 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 turns. Spencer, the backstory of the fucking glowing baby is similar to guts from
2: Berserk. That's oh my fucking to- god! Oh my god! <laughs> he's doing it.
0: He's fucking going. To, he's actually doing it.
2: Okay, Horikoshi. You Horikoshi's cook, actually brother. winning
0: Spencer back. <laughs>
2: he's he's winning me back by doing things that are intelligent and like actually, you know Thematically, not interesting. thematically interesting and not the dumbest shit I have ever seen. Because Horik- this is unique. <laughs> this is new. This is interesting. There is not he's a fucking
1: away from hating women. Yeah.
2: No, it's 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 not even that. Do you know why this is so interesting to me? Aside from like being a unique like look at the world of MHA, because the world of MHA has always been its most interesting part. Tell me, Spencer, why do you think it's so unique? It's because I'm going to be honest. I find most of our quote unquote main cast to be boring. Yeah, I find I find Deku to be really fucking boring. He's Horikoshi is really good with designs,
1: but like, like the like characters are are. Good for... I, I, don't, I don't really hate any character besides Mineta. At least when like, I watch watched maybe Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I don't... One
2: note, per se. I, like, I, I don't hate actually any of the characters, but Deku is boring. Regardless of, of during the Vigilante stuff, Deku is boring. He's he's our protag, and I get that, but he's incredibly one note, okay? Bakugo is a bit more interesting, but... Th- then they did the ass pull and that fucking pissed me off but then they okay? turned that
3: around okay but then
2: they turned that around and made it incredibly stupid kind of on, on purpose. purpose So now I'm kind of so now I'm kind of back around okay but most of these characters i find incredibly boring like they're very one note um so anything that this man can do to make these th- the characters kind of goofy and like fun and work off of their, like, previously known backstory, and or deal with the word of world of NHA, which has always been more interesting, then, no, yeah, I'm going to be one back. But it's just going to take a lot. It, it, it took a lot because it's very easy to lose people when you pull incredibly dumb shit that, I'm going to be honest, I don't think that was fully Horikoshi. I feel like that was probably also partly the... Teresa
0: uh, uh, editors... is a cow- Teresa are cowards. That's all you need to know. Yeah, so, like
2: exactly. Uh, so, so that's very possible. But no, I'll I'll totally get back into MHA because apparently Teresa is heard...
0: like fucking knocking down on Gigi's door, like fucking telling him to like bring back Gojo.
2: Oh, I probably. I'll probably. Yeah. They're probably like, like, dude, he makes us too much money in merchandise. You need to bring him back. The straight women love him. He's too (laughs) sexy. (laughs) The fucking the the
0: the JJK fandom is in shambles. (laughs) Is in shambles.
3: (laughs) Um, Jujutsu Kaisen fans are drowning in a sea of indescribable
0: (laughs) (laughs) emptiness.
2: All right,
0: but I think I think yeah, I think we're done with signable. Oh no, we're not. No, we're not. What do you What do you mean? I don't, re- I you clearly
3: do not remember a little ditty that dropped recently called Dogs Red.
0: I didn't yep. fucking read that, that's why. So, like... Oh, I did? I, I, did. I didn't read it. I didn't have time. I, what, I, 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 if it was, like, a single chapter, I probably would have read it, but no, they dropped the whole ass volume first, so, like, I was like, oh, okay. So, I have, I have said, you know, take time out of my day to actually read that. Um, which I don't have. Uh,
3: but is it good?
0: Is it yes, good?
3: Yes, because it's,
0: it's Satoru Noda, he wrote
3: Golden Kamui, of course it's good. But how good are we talking? Is it like, good good, it's, or just good? It's weird how I feel very similar about this that I feel about Kamui. And I think it's just because Noda knows, like, he, ha- he has perfected the fundamentals of making good manga. Like, his writing is on point. The paneling is excellent. His art is fantastic. And it does the best thing a sports series can do is that it actually makes me care about hockey. So. Oh, yeah. Good yeah on no,
1: you this notice. is that's a great sport of hockey.
3: Like,
2: <laughs> this is an incredibly. So, listen, we all know I talked about it. I watched Pirare, uh Pride of Orange. Okay. <laughs> watched- I an idol. One of the
0: worst the- shows you've ever had the pleasure of sitting through. The most out-of-pocket wa- thing you I- might have ever done.
2: I watched the Idol Hockey Show, okay? Because I I was like, surely we're not going to get a hockey manga. Like, because Noda had done one beforehand called Spinamaru, uh that got cancelled. Um, and I'm like, okay, fine. I'll watch it surely it'll be about hockey and then the first episode they beat team canada and then do an idol dance at, at center ice and i'm like this is not about hockey <laughs> ooh this is not about hockey okay uh, dogs red as a hockey fan fucking rules cuz it's a like final what with if some good fucking food <laughs> cuz it's it's like what if you took a person who was a figure skater right and had him basically doing like figure skating moves to get around the, def- the the defense. Like, what if somebody went to go, like, put their stick out, and you just cut a triple axle over their stick, and then landed with the puck, and then shot? Like, it's so sick! That, the skates are different, though. So... Oh, but you can 100% still do it. I've done it before.
1: You've done a triple axle in regular hockey skates? Not Are you, not are a you tri- the second coming of Jesus... <laughs>
2: not a triple axle. That's incredible. But I have done like a single axle before on on hockey skates. not possible. You could, but I, that I mean, sounds that sounds rough. I'm not gonna lie. It is but... because we don't have toe picks on on hockey skates. Yeah, you're kind of
1: you leaping up in the air and they're kind of flailing around. You're like ah. Well, with the toe picks, you could actually get some like actual leverage against the yeah. ice. So it's eased that way. This is just how figure skating works for the for the. People who watch this sh- or listen to this podcast who don't know how figure skating works, which I assume most of you, because you're not,
0: you know, into figure skating. You watch anime. Like people, you definitely don't. I, know, watch I don't, don't even. Game.
1: I don't even know. I don't
0: even know. Like I, my my only experience. Maybe they watch Yuri on Ice. Who knows? I've seen Yuri on Ice, so I kind of know the basics. But like, I would imagine, like even like, I I don't even know like non-anime people who watch figure skating. Like I know. Fairly anybody who knows that shit. So
2: like, I, don't I watch, watch some. Regular. I watch some during the Olympics, but that's about it, and that's, that's really, really it. if there's. And even then, I tend towards like figure skating than ice dancing because those are two separate things. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're- like Yuri on Ice was like was figure skating, but there was also ice dancing in there as well. They they did specify the differences between
0: the two though in the show. Yes, like They yes, make, go they out did. of their
2: way to explain what the differences are, which I appreciate.
0: But um, I do. Uh, like yeah,
1: ice it's probably the horniest Olympic sport. So I respect that. It is that. incredibly.
0: Just, these I'm people the the are like. That's why well, Ice, is a, ice is a good show because it understands how horny figure skating actually fucking is. So like, ice
2: dance, ice dancing is two people that are perpetually like 0.2 seconds away from having sex on the ice. <laughs> like it's crazy. <laughs> it's yes. crazy. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. Yes. Like hockey rules. Uh, hockey. If I, I if will you read, you read the manga, a... I
0: will read it. By the way, I just need the time to read it. Yeah. That... If
2: you are even a minor fan of sports of hockey, uh, read this hockey? manga, please. If
0: you're <laughs> a fan <laughs> you of gold,
3: if you're a fan of Golden Conway, read this. Because, okay, yep. the most fascinating thing about this to me, and I'm sure Spencer will know what I'm talking about, is just how much he's reused from golden conway in this because yeah. this man can't go 5 minutes without mentioning the ainu i'm sorry he somehow he managed the in the hockey manga it's, to bring it, up it the because
0: it's because it's because like it's it's because he had he did all he did all that research for golden conway might as well just fucking put it to good use I it's
3: guess. also set in hokkaido oh. because of course it is
0: that's um, that's why they mentioned the Ainu because they're around because they, they're like mostly from uh, Hokkaido, the, the northern yeah, they're areas. the island's indigenous peoples. Yeah. yeah. So like, so like, but yes, I, of course I, you know, and, all, and also, and he probably mentioned them because he mentioned them because his research in Golden Kamuy <laughs> made him actually become
2: friends with the Ainu in real yeah. life.
1: Sympathetic so, like, to their plight, like that sort of deal. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah, I knew are fascinating people, like, genuinely. Yeah. Like, their cultures yeah. are fascinating.
0: Yeah, the, the dude is now spending his manga career going, Hey, the are pretty cool, huh? Yo, the Ainu? Like, pretty sick. We should probably, like, like protect their
3: rights and their lands. We should probably, like, like, like cool. honor and respect them as people, as equals.
0: <laughs> exactly.
3: And um, also, I'll, another thing, um, how many character designs he... That's the thing that gets me is because I know that this is technically a reboot of his other hockey manga that got canned. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm seeing so many character designs that are just ripped straight out of
0: Kamui. Were those in the original yes. hockey manga yes, that that's he just used as, for Kamui? Yes, that's, just art. that's not even ripped character designs, that's just his art style, dude. There it but, but,
3: yeah, It's, it's yes. to the point, Matt, that like there are literally characters that look exactly the same as golden comic characters and even have the exact same names. Welcome to fucking
0: Oh, you now re- you welcome to Hiro Mashima uh who does the same fucking thing with all uh, with his with his manga. Like this is did I I'm used to this. There's other mangaka do this all the time. Like this is not new. Uh Yeah, Fujimoto did it. Yeah, Fujimoto does. Fujimoto does it. Mashima does it. Hell, Togashi she has done this. So like, fucking. a lot of late late period Yu Yu Hakusho looks suspiciously like Hunter Hunter at points. So like, uh, so like it's so like it's this is something that like. I, a lot of manga could do. This is not, this is not, and again, I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just an art style thing. It's just very,
2: Oh no, I didn't say it was people. a
0: bad thing. It was just something I noticed.
2: Observation. Yeah. yeah. Yes, by the way. yeah. Uh, it's the, it's basically the exact same character d- designs from the OG. Uh, they just are touched up because he obviously got a lot more experience doing comedy. Yeah, because he did comedy for 10 years. Yeah. So it's, it's same designs they just look more Conway esque because he has obviously just gotten off of doing Conway for 10 years yeah so
0: uh, the last thing I'll say about manga uh, manga, because I was thinking about this just as like just I, I thought of this randomly uh, randomly because alright so the, the, before we move on to news Spencer so you know how you were saying about the main things about MHA right yeah remember when I said all it's like over oh, 5 years ago when i when we did the first season of mha in the podcast all those years ago mm-hmm. i mentioned that at least early on my favorite of the original of like the main 3 which was deku bakugo and uraraka uraraka was my favorite by like a good landslide mm-hmm. this final arc validates that so uh, once again okay so <laughs> <laughs> once again, I am right. Uh, j- read the Urakotoga stuff and get back to me. That's all I'll say about that. i um, uh, Yeah. All right. In that case, so let's move on to news. Uh, let's we'll move on to...
1: talking about everything else. Let's talk about the news. Yeah. Finally,
0: let's talk about the news. Uh, because we did get some news that did some pretty big. pieces, a pretty decently sized piece of news that dropped um, uh, over the past the couple news. weeks. Um, so let's read on. Uh, so let's start off with Hanukkah-kun, because that was the first big, that's the first major thing that dropped. Uh, we've been waiting on info, on extra info about this for a while, because last December, they, we, we heard about this, we heard (laughs) about this last December, that there was going to be more Hanukkah-kun, but we didn't know exactly what yet, because, like, they were pretty vague on how how that was going to be, but we finally got news, official news on it. The official Twitter account for the television anime adaptation of Ido Ida's Toilet-bound hanako manga announced on Thursday that the anime is getting a second season. The account also revealed that the short television anime of After School Hanako-kun, the spin-off manga, was also getting a four-episode sequel anime next year. Which that show which that anime aired uh, that short little anime aired back in October and still hasn't been dubbed, I don't think. So like I haven't watched it yet um but uh oh, that after be school hanako after school yeah yeah it's fully does oh okay then i'll fucking yeah, watch it cool. then um uh the anime uh, the first season of hanako premiered in japan in january 2020 which is funny to think that it was a pre-covid show um uh so we haven't speculated for a while about what this could be because when because they had a weird phrasing when they said that they would do this that the anime project would restart which could mean f- which in anime terms means whatever the f- who knows the fuck is it a reboot is it a fucking season 2 is it like a fucking point five cool because Hanukkah Kun adapt, the way Hanukkah Kun was adapted they cut out a bunch of stuff that was going to be important for later but no it's a straight up season 2 Shane are you excited for this cuz i know you love Hanukkah Kun fuck to know yeah it. baby <laughs> I was like,
3: okay, after school is cool, but it's only four episodes. They're only 10 minutes. There's only so much you can get out of that. Now that this is announced, this is the shit we were waiting for. Yeah. This is it.
0: Yeah. And we're getting, we're still getting more after school too, which I think Fuck is cool. Yeah. So we're getting, we're getting like a ton more Hanukkah. We're yeah. Have them run
3: alongside more. each other, like inner. Honestly, the best thing they could do is, like, interchange them, like, do a season, then do a couple batches of after school and then back
0: to another season. You know, that just makes sense to me. Just to keep it, like, to keep interest up and to keep, Mm -hmm. like, people. Yeah, so, like, I think, uh, fucking, fucking, I'm excited. Now, Spencer can also officially change his. uh, Yeah, I'm I'm doing it right now. His mouse score, cause on the podcast when we covered Hanako Kun. He mentioned that if it gets a season two announcement, he will change his score to a higher score. Well, season yeah, two, it, it's give happening.
2: Give me a second. Give me a second. Here we I are. I'm right now. Three years H- later. H H Hanako. Oh wait, no, it's well, 20, it, 20 20 it's going Hanuk- to be under, it's gonna
0: be under the J if you have it in J's. Japanese.
2: Um, Uh, Or if you have
0: it in English, like I do, which you can buy it. Baku
2: Shonen. Edit. 10. Submit. And let me just put this in the chat so you can see.
0: He is is providing proof that he has done this. Oh, he changed it. There it is. There it is. I'm so happy.
2: As it should be, because it's a great show. Incredible Um, show. And a dessert. Uh, Keep in mind, I do want to state for those who have not seen the Hanako Kun episode, it's not like I gave it like a five because it was unfinished. <laughs> I gave it a nine. Dude, already liked it. So like, I already think it's really good, but I. Just but listen, didn't you give robbed it, it of the it was, extra
3: point because it was unfinished.
2: <laughs> you can't put air quotes around that shade. It was unfinished. <laughs> But it's not. Un- yeah, it's not
0: unfinished. Unfinished. That's what you sound like. Can you <laughs> stop, uh, waffalo? Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um. uh But yeah. I but We have no news on staff for this. So who the fuck knows? Uh uh My guess is that the staff will probably return because a lot of the staff did return for after school. So. We'll probably so we'll we'll probably figure out who well the staff list are in a bit. Uh uh, uh are in the bit. Moving on from Hanako to uh a complete uh, to something compl- to something equally as supernatural, and that's Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh uh, yeah, baby. Yu, so Yu, Yu Hakusho uh got a so Yu Yu Hakusho, we've known for a while at this point, actually, that Yu, Yu Hakusho was going to get a uh no a live action adaptation for a while specifically a japanese one specifically uh which is imp- which is is an important distinction um because that because this, this, this because this is technically under toho this is technically a J drama thing to an extent i say to an extent because this is part of a deal like a multi-year deal between toho and netflix so this is a netflix this is a netflix of wizard and quote unquote but it's a japanese one uh but uh netflix uh, did However, because it is Yu Yu Hakusho, um Netflix it is the rare show. Not it is like the rare like like it is the rare like live action like Eastern show that is getting a worldwide like push. Um, in the same way that Squid Game and a lot of like the bigger high profile, and the same like Squid Game got. Uh, so uh, so and then tra- and during Geek Week, uh, uh, Netflix dropped the trailer for it. Uh, uh, dropped the trailer for it. The cast includes t- t- uh, Takumi Kit- uh, Kitamura, J- Jun Shihon, Kanata Hongo, Shuei Yusega, Kenichi Taiko, Naki, and Go Eano. Uh, Kit- uh Takumi Kitamura, who, by the way, was already in a live-action adaptation of anime as well. He was in the live-action Tokyo Revengers film that came out a little bit ago. Uh, he is going to be playing Yusuke Yonreshi, which is kind of... Uh, the guy cannot get away from playing delinquents. Um, it seems like, um, and the show will be direct. and the show will be directed by Sho Chichikusha, and it's also uh, Sho Chichikusha with, R- with Ryo his Shaka- uh, Shakaguchi, um who was a major VFX artist on the Fox X-Men films and the Lord of the Rings trilogy is going to be the head VFX guy on this, which is <laughs> okay. um uh, uh, okay., uh, so a trailer dropped for it. Shane. As a fan of Yu Yu Hakusho, what did you think of the trailer for this? Because this is coming also in the wake of the live-action One Piece being shockingly great. So now there's, it has stuff to live up to. What do you think of the trailer for this? Ah, oh, Fuck! <laughs> I okay.
2: was...
3: Okay. I was going into watching that trailer with zero expectations. Because, sure, One Piece was... Fairly solid, but mm-hmm. we've been burned before. Need I remind mm-hmm. you of the B buff fiasco? Yeah. So cautiously optimistic, low expectations. This
0: shit looks fucking rad, dude. <laughs> it looks it real looks good. So sick. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking okay. I've heard some complaints that the trailer is a little bit too self serious for its own good, and I get that because, like Yu, Yu Hakusho. There is, like, a sense of humor that Yu Hakusho does have. But also, this is also a trailer. Yes. Um, and it's important to... It is very important to note that when it comes to... When it comes to specifically live-action adaptations of, of manga and anime... From Japan, specifically... Uh, uh, they uh, They tone down the humor a lot more than we do over here, actually um uh what, what which i think is really interesting if you've if you've seen stuff from the live action ver, from the live action bleach they tone down a lot of stuff yeah it's weird how one piece of all th- is american made and that keeps a lot of the humor and stuff meanwhile a lot of the stuff in, that, the Jap- that the when the japanese adapt their own stuff they they tend to like double down on making it more like serious and shit sometimes, which I think is really interesting. Spencer, what did you think of the trailer?
2: For uh, the live action UU. I think as a trailer it looked good. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like it definitely captures the look of UU, especially the first arc. I think the the action scenes look great.
0: Particularly, yeah particularly. Yeah.
2: Like in motion. Um like who they have do being everybody you know, looks fine, like, look good cast, but yeah, I am just very much worried that they're gonna take a lot of the intrinsic humor out of the show. Because at because... the end of the day, Haku show is just
3: the dudes
0: being guys.
2: Yeah, like, it's, yeah. just it's, just,
3: it's,
2: it's just a bro show. It's a dudes
0: rock shounen, which is why it's good. Yeah, um. because dudes rock. Mm-hmm. You can't deny it. I and dudes rock, that, that, and I and, and I don't know how much this is adapting either. True, I'm curious to see how much this is actually adapting. I think it's the first arc. I, I think it is. I think. Yeah.
2: Well, uh, were they were were they not? She's in the trailer. So. Goro at the end, so probably the, that the is first not arc. dark tournament though. It's so definitely so like, not no. Now. That's definitely not no. But that's when he's quote unquote dead at the end. Yeah, and then he comes back and he's like, "Bitch, it was me." Ha ha. It was, fucking, it was me Austin. It was me on.
0: Yeah.
2: Come to this fucking. You all bought it. Even my younger brother bought it. Um, you know, come to this tournament. And then yeah. we're going to get Jerry Jewell doing the worst accent of all time. Yeah, I'm excited for this because I feel like that like
0: it's really cool but mainly because I think visually this thing looks great. Uh, I love how it, it like, visually it looks great. I it is very clear that like that, that like they are spending, it's very clear they're spending a lot of money on this, uh, which is the I, I love I love seeing things that like very clearly have a lot of money, uh, put into them, and the money does actually show, uh, uh, and no, and the guy that got to play Yusuke looks really good. I think that's the big thing that they, they have to nail Yusuke, uh, and the guy that got to play him is. Really good. Like, he's been in a bunch of stuff, and he, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, he's a, and he, he is kind of a ba- he's kind of, he is kind of a from what I know an up and coming, like, big name actor in Japan. So, they didn't get, they did not get a nobody to play him. Uh, and I think, and yeah, the action scenes are great. I'm, my worry for it is mostly. That the first arc of Yu Yu is interesting in that it's super fucking episodic, and I don't know it is. I can imagine I can imagine that like adapting that is hell. Like it's it is like adapting that in in like of what I would imagine is an eight episode. I'm gonna imagine eight episodes is going to be hell on earth. So I don't know how they're gonna do it. Uh and the how they're gonna do it, or if they're gonna add in stuff from other arcs as well because I don't even we don't even know if this is going to be like multiple seasons. I would imagine it yeah. is um I would imagine it is I mean, if it is that means season two is dark turn right, which is the you know the good that's the good the go the go that's the that's the uh, that's the money that's the money right there. um but yeah, we'll keep an eye on that the show the show debuts on December fourteenth, so we so. Uh, by the time we watch it, uh, there will be no more podcasts for the year. So yeah, the podcast rip. will be canceled. Uh, so rip, I guess. Um, let's move on. To, uh, 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 so let's move on to our other to one of the other big kind of Netflix announcement. Because Netflix uh, Netflix announced this because this was a Netflix original, but uh, it has been since confirmed that Netflix has dumped this. Actually, um, and let's talk about Great Pretender. Are they uh, stupid? Ah, uh, Crunchy, no, Crunchyroll snagged it before them. Uh, okay, for so I Crunchyroll's understand. smart is what you're saying. Crunchyroll snagged the and uh, uh, but uh, fucking, or it's very possible because uh, I heard rumblings that Great Pretender was a massive underperformer for Netflix. Um, so it's also possible uh but the official website for Wit studios original television and anime series great pretender unveiled the new work for the franchise as a sequel which is titled great pretender raspberry slated for a 2024 release worldwide the anime will debut in japan on dmtv TV with crunchyroll will stream the anime in over 200 countries outside china and manga productions holds the master license for the anime in 16 countries in the middle east uh the the new teaser visual below Highlights Dorothy, which is our new lead character, who is also from Season 1, but she will be the lead of Season 2, which I like. Uh, the anime features most of the same staff of the first anime returning, with Hiro Kawaragi returning as director, and uh, director alongside writer Taku Kishimoto, with Kawaragi actually also being promoted to actually co-writing this time. Uh, uh, co-writing this time. Previous head writer Ryoto Kosawa is no longer on, is, no, is now... Is no longer on writing duty and is now chief director. Um, uh, Matashima uh, with Matashima on a uh, on assistant directing duty, as well as pretty much everyone else from the show, pretty much everyone else from the first season returning in terms of staff. Um, in terms of staff, uh, both me and Spencer absolutely fucking love Great Pretender. We've been telling people to watch this show for years. Uh, mm-hmm. Spencer, you watched the trailer for season two,
2: correct. What do you What do you think? What so, you think? first off, Matt, I have to tell you because I looked it up. So, Rasbolito is obviously in an, an Italian word. Yeah. Um, it means the sentimental feeling you have about someone you once loved but no longer do. Oh boy! So, oh, so it's going to be that. That is. So well, it's definitely about Dorothy. That's for sure. Now. Uh <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Um but it it looks incredible. Um it's I so I love Great Pretender. Obviously, I gave it like best art and I think I gave it like maybe best OP or best um sound design of that year. I but I I gave it a couple. It was it's really solid and I think everybody should definitely watch it in either sub or dub. Both are fantastic. I've seen it in both. Um but this looks to just be more great pretender, more jazz, more incredible art design, more cons, more cons. So if so if this was Ocean's Eleven, this might be like Ocean's Seven. I was gonna say Ocean's Twelve. Well, yeah, but who knows it? If it, you say Ocean's 12, Twelve is bad, by the way, fuck you. Uh, no, I don't. No, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> let let's all calm down here. No, uh, but who knows if it's going to be like a prequel about like the original they've confirmed it's a sequel by the way okay so, so then oceans 12 yeah they've confirmed uh, it's
0: a sequel uh, which i you know which i'm very curious to see how this going to work okay so great pretender is a show that i honestly didn't need a sequel frankly um nah. It didn't really. However, it was in a great position where it didn't need one, but I would be told I would also was totally down for more if they did want to do it. Cause it leaves off in a good place where it's like, I'm satisfied with this, but also like if they ever want to come back, I will totally watch like two more, like three or more seasons of this. And they're doing more of it. Uh doing more of it. Um uh, my Mori comes with less of the quality of the show. I think the show is probably going to be great. And more of that dub because of Crunchyroll. Now, Crunchyroll was smart, and they did pick it up over Netflix. However, however, that dub is a union dub. Oh, it's over. It's fucking over. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that dub is a union dub. It's a SAG-after dub.
2: Mm. I don't
0: think Crunchyroll is going to do that a union dub. Franklin. So they're going to recast everyone. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. And the dub, you remember how strong the dub for Great Pretender was, by mm-hmm. the way. You remember that. Maybe maybe the best dub for a Netflix original anime ever, like, out there, like, 100%, like, their best one. Man, it's over. Oh, yeah,
2: no. It's, it's completely over. There's Crunchyroll working with any kind of fucking union, uh, it's less likely than you think.
0: It's less likely than you think, uh, especially since a lot of union actors just don't want to work for them in general because of some of the recent shit they pulled. So,
2: Cough, cough. Mob Psycho. Cough, cough. Yeah. Cough, uh, cough.
0: Yeah. So, uh, uh, fuck, it. Uh, fuck it. And will they keep the Freddie Mercury song as the ED is the question?
2: Or will they use another Freddie Mercury song? I'd be cool with using another Freddie Mercury song. Maybe, uh, maybe you, uh, made in heaven. Oh, that, ooh.
0: that's know? a good
2: choice. That's what I'm saying. Oh, uh, but yeah,
0: uh, and maybe this will get, and uh, maybe, uh, maybe we'll get Adam to watch it because I want Adam to watch Great Britannica because i feel like, probably
1: it. it's on Netflix, right? Yes,
0: yeah, yes, it's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, first season's well, on yeah,
1: Netflix. The current season, she you knows what the next is gonna happen. I'll probably check it out. I, yeah, I'm yeah. not really like, you know an anime guy like i watch a bit and i'm probably that and then pluto um Mm -hmm. and then when overtake finishes i'll watch that one too but yeah i watched the trailer it seems interesting i don't know what it's about so i don't have the necessary context clues for it but yeah we'll give it a
0: shot it's it's just a yeah it's just it's honestly the first all you know about the first season is that's just it's just fucking bunch of people pulling scams and they're having fun doing it so that's uh, uh until it's suddenly not fun and the tragic backstories come out um, yeah. So as as per as, as you do as you do, you know um, it
3: happens. You know.
0: Happens to the best of us. Um, you know everyone's got uh, a tragic backstory in the in the wings waiting to strike. Just wait until Laurent's stuff in the back half of the season. So yep. Um, uh, but yeah. Um. Let's move on. Uh. To let's let's move on because uh, shade we got more Dragon Ball news. Um, <gasps> we have the staff list for Daima that dropped. Stat list for Dima dropped. Um uh Jan issue monthly V Jump magazine announced on the main staff of a Dragon Ball Dima anime series on Tuesday. It also confirmed that, surprise, Masaka Nazawa is returning to voice Goku. Wow! Um, who could have the, seen the that f- comment? The person who'd voiced Goku for since 19 since 1986 is voicing Goku? Tough. Oh! oh. Um, but we do actually have the staff list. So Shane. Shane, Shane, okay, Shane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. listen to this. Okay. We have two directors. Okay. Dual directors uh, Yoshitaka Yamisha and okay. Aya Komaki. Do you know those names? Aya Komaki sounds familiar. Because they're on One Piece. Yeah, okay. Aya Komaki is on One Piece specifically. Um, uh, I'm trying to look up what episodes they've done for One Piece, but they, they joined One Piece. Uh, but they are the... Uh, oh yeah, they were the series director um, for, uh, for from the start of at the start of they were one of the series directors on the start of Wano. Okay. Um. Uh. They have le- they left ar- on they left the director side the side of things from uh on episode nine uh nine hundred uh nine hundred sixty one nine sixty one. Okay. Uh. Uh and they and they've and they were and they were a sto- and they were a storyboard guy on episode a thousand for one piece as well. Oh nice. That, that that episode's got really strong boards. Yeah. Um they are one of the directors. The other one is Yoshitaka Yabisha, who was the lead who was one of the uh lead animation guys on uh Dragon Ball Super for a while. What parts of Super? The entire show Okay, he worked on. He was on key animation from episodes three to one (laughs) thirty one throughout. Okay, and he also he did boards for like a bunch of random episodes, too. And he was a major animation guy on it. So he was throughout the show. So there's no clear indication here, but he is the apparently he is the lead director on this, too, by the way. Like he's been, like Komaki is like helping him out, but it's really Yamisha Kay. doing this. Um, uh, He was also, he's also been on the Digimon franchise since as early as the first adventure show. So he's been on, uh, on the first adventure show and he was a lead key. And he's been on Dragon Ball before, uh, prior to super. He was also the lead key animator on path to power, which is good because that also Goated. means that, which is good because kid Goku, which is good. Um uh bro uh, and he was also key animation he also worked on key animation on Cooler's Revenge and the first Broly film. So, he's been with Dragon Ball for a very long time. Uh Oh, thing- he also did key anim- he also did key animation for Strong World. I didn't know that. Oh, nice. um, um But yeah, so he's been, so he's, uh, so yeah. Uh, Katsushi Nakasura is going to be the lead character. anime, is the lead character designer on this. If you're wondering, he is the key. He is the character designer of dry of the boo saga for Dragon Ball Z. So they're just bringing him back to do this. Um, uh, and the writer on this is Yuko Kakihara, who is the writer of Cells at work. And the 2022 USA Yatsuda. They are the person writing this. Uh, With franchise creator Kira Toriyama. Credited for the new story and character designs. So it's not the the super staff. That's for sure. Um, That's probably a good (laughs) thing. It's not the super staff. But it's also not the same. It's not the fucking Broly staff either. Or the Broly team. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. Again, it lines up with early reports, like we said, that it definitely seems like it's the Adventure of Die team. Honestly, hell yeah, let's go. Which is, which is good because that because that show looked great. Dai that was show looked
3: goaded from start to finish.
0: Got <laughs> a go, go goaded show, top tier shonen, like good shit, good shit. Uh, the show the the show is currently slated for release in fall of 2024 speaking of shonen uh let's talk about let, let's talk about uh a more interesting piece of news that dropped which was uh fucking about hunter hunter because this oh god i know this i know what you're t- talking about uh so who knows so so uh fucking Spencer did you hear about this
2: no i've not heard about the Hunter. hunter oh
0: was. you're in for a mm. treat so uh, Hana Hana manga creator Yoshihiro Togashi revealed on the television talk show Iko, uh, Iwakura to, uh, to Yoshisumi no Bakumi, which I don't know what that is, but it's like a it's by, like it's some kind of talk show. Um, uh, on Tuesday, he conceived poor possible scenarios for ending the long-running manga. He, he said in a letter read out loud during the program that he has developed three of said possible endings he presented the fourth abandoned ending during Tuesday's program and added that it could be considered the ending the ending in case he passes away before formally finishing the manga. Togashi is 50 as of recording this, Togashi is currently 57. Um uh uh, the creator reported that the fourth abandoned ending, which he's called Ending D, takes place after a time skip used into the future, mirroring the beginning of the manga. A girl named Gin is fishing at a pond, catches a huge fish. She proudly brings the fish to her mother and proclaims that her mother can never ask her to become a hunter again before leaving her mother with the fish. The mother debates Gin's future with Gin's father expressing disappointment that their daughter doesn't wish to become a hunter like her famous grandfather, Gon. After a scene change, Gin reveals that she doesn't want to become a hunter because of how often her grandfather, Gone left her grandmother, Noko, alone at home due to his adventures with as a hunter. She vows to never leave the island and to stay by her f- Forever by someone's side as a boy enters the room. The final scene of ending D is a bird flying away into the sky as someone watches. Takashi had hopes that he would be able to think of a satisfying enough ending that he wouldn't have to resort to possible endings A, B, or C, which he all predicted would have a mixed reception from audiences. He believed that the readers' reactions would be 80% positive on ending A, evenly split on ending B, and 90% negative on ending C. He I want to know what I what I I see it.
1: He should definitely he, run with Ending C.
0: No, he qualified that he does not personally think Ending A would be high, highly rated by readers, just that it would be a safe, non-controversial ending. Despite overwhelming criticism he received from fans, Togassi said he personally preferred Ending C out of the possible endings. Hell yeah, that's uh, which, my goat right there. Which means, 100%, it means that Gone fucking dies. It's what it is. Yeah, like oh yeah, 100%. Fucking, it's gonna be some fucking real death. Dark shit because it's Hunter Hunter. Uh, the manga went on hiatus in January, citing health issues for the author. Shueisha stated at the time that it had consulted with Tagashi and decided that the manga should not follow a weekly serialized format going forward. The editorial department added that once it knows concrete details of the manga's return and how the manga will be serialized going forward, he will reveal the details in the magazine. He did recently hint the comic will routine soon, thanks to posts on Twitter. So, Hunter Hunter is coming back at some point. We do know that. That is 100% happening. Um, however, I wanted to talk about this, one, because it is very rare we actually get something like this on, like, a fucking talk show where a mangaka is just talking about their manga like this. Um, but also, the fact that he, Togashi is grappling with his mortality right now. He is having he existential not, crisis. That he might not finish Hunter <laughs> Hunter before he dies. I'm pretty sure what happened is he probably saw what happened with Berserk with and Mira, was like, oh yeah. shit.
2: Me, really? and
0: was like oh shit like that could happen to me and I don't want one." and he's like I he's probably like I don't want Hunter Hunter to stay unfinished so basically while this is not the official ending of Hunter Hunter if he does die before he finishes it this is the ending of Hunter Hunter like this is what this is it like this is the ending we're gonna get we're gonna have in, if he does end up passing away before it finishes um uh so like so like Shane, do you have any thoughts about this? Because like I'm curious what you have to say as like a Hunter Hunter fan, as a long time Hunter Hunter fan. It's sad on several levels.
3: Um, Mm -hmm. One, it's sad because he's clearly grappling with his mortality, and he's like questioning how much longer he has on this earth, which is always sad. Mm -hmm. That's never you know fun to think about. It's (laughs) never fun thought. Yeah. Um. It's also sad that he he has potentially four different endings and he's categorized them based on audience reception. Like <laughs> that to me is just sad as a creative because it's like I, I get you want people to like the thing you make, but first and foremost you are the one making it. So if you don't like it, what's the fucking point? Mhm. It's, it's just sad just to me. It. And it's like yeah, 100% he should go with ending C. A hundred percent.
2: I love it. I want.
3: If the I ending, want the he, bullshit. I want the weird shit.
0: If that's the ending that he wants to give if if that's the ending he likes the best, then he should be the one that gives it. Like yes. honestly, legit. Um. Uh. Fucking. Fucking. I want because I. You know. I. I want to see the Hunter Hunter fandom completely implode. That would be. Oh, I want.
3: Shit. I want to see him go feral overnight. I want to see him <laughs> cannibalize each other.
0: Cannibalized. I don't even know how much the you know Togashi did say, but it did not say how lot, much longer the manga has left because we I don't fucking know. Who can, who uh, knows? How,
3: he's been writing fucking. fucking. He's been writing Dark Continent for like a decade at this point. Like who fucking knows? Do you have any thoughts on the ending that he did present? <sighs> I am not good at these
0: kinds of things, so I have no clue, really. You don't kill him? All right,
2: Spencer. What did you do? You, do, you, do you have any thoughts on the ending that he presented, or no? Or uh, you just... I do. I think it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a real solid ending because it it shows that um, the fact that regardless of who you are, you always tend to follow in the footsteps of your of the family before you, um, especially if they're a big part of your life. Like Gohan's entire character arc at the beginning is just finding his dad. He wants to find Gene. He wants to be a hunter.
0: He wants to be a hunter like his dad.
2: Like his dad, and then for so then for for them to be like, yeah. So you know how Gene was kind of a dickhead because he just left his wife and just fucking fucked it off. Turns, or like, yeah. It turns out he did. Gone did the
0: same thing. Turns yeah.
2: out Gone did the same thing, and that's kind of shitty. But, authorizing <laughs> up- your endings and I think I know where Tagashi's coming from on that point specifically, Mm -hmm. purely based off of how much people fucking hated Attack on Titan's ending. He doesn't want that to happen. He doesn't want Attack on Mm -hmm. Titan's ending to happen. He doesn't want uh, Tokyo Revenger's ending to happen. He, he, He knows that if he does play with fan expectations and stuff like that, there's a real possibility that people will turn on the manga overnight like they did with
0: attack on titan yeah i i I feel like also as well like i feel like at that point though you should people should expect something weird for hunter hunter's ending because hunter hunter is an inherently weird shonen um it's not like any other on the market and it it avoids a lot of the same tropes that a lot of other shonen do and actively subverts them or like deconstructs them so, like, I don't... So, I, I would imagine, like, that, like, I would imagine, like, it feels like that he probably was, like, okay, ending A is, like, the Shonen ending, ending B is a mix of, the of like, the two, and then C is the ending he actually wants to do mm-hmm. for this. Um, uh, and then D is some fuck shit he came up with, I guess. Um... I don't know what. Uh, uh, apparently, this one is a aban- he abandoned this ending. So it's my guess that that I want to guess that he floated around this ending for a while, and he's like, "Nah, this is stupid," and then he decided to not do it. Uh, my personal thoughts on the on the ending that he presented here is that it's fine. I think it's I I feel like it works in the context of the show, but I do agree with scrapping it because it does feel a little. It, it it feels a, it feels like a, it, it it's the kind of ending where it's like it, it it's a kind of ending that's just kinda of like, oh, okay. Like it doesn't really leave you with like a big lasting impression, frankly. Um and I think and considering that Hunter Hunter is very good at at that kind of stuff, like leaving lasting impressions, I would have I was hope like that I feel like that would be like a big no no for the ending to like just not have. Uh so but in any but in any case uh, this is this is just this was just an interesting story that kind of that kind of crossed that crossed my mind several times. Like as it when it showed up. Our final piece of news is about is a is a trailer that dropped earlier today. Earlier like not earlier today, but a couple days ago. Um, and that's for and that's for uh an anime or for for an anime we talked about a little bit ago, and that's Butchigiri. Uh, which is the from which is the new show from Mappa and director hit uh, and director hi, uh Hiroko Itsumi. If you know who Hiroko Itsumi is, uh, she is the director of uh, uh, she is the director and creator of everyone's favorite uh, uh, gay bait show Free, um, and she also was the director on Skate the Infinity, um, and she has previously worked with Mappa. On Banana Fish. In addition to directing, she's credited for the original story for this, alongside uh, sc- uh, writer Taku Kishimoto, Who, hey, that's that name again. He worked on Great Pretender. Um, uh, uh, Great Pretender. We got got a trailer for this. Uh, uh, got a trailer for this. Shane, what did you think of the trailer for it? Because I'm curious. <laughs> this this is definitely some '90s shit. Let me tell you, it's ninety It, you know what it looks. You know what it looks like. <laughs> It looks like if the it, it looks like if the director of Skate the Infinity directed Great Teacher Onizuka, that's what this yeah. looks
2: like. It really does look like GTO.
0: <laughs> it does look like GTO. Um, I was not expecting uh, a I was not expecting a gag anime in the year of our Lord 2023. But yeah. you know what? I'm down for you know what? I'm down for it. I'm down you know, for some weird I'm fucking shit. I'm a silly little guy. I like giggles and gaffs. Let's do it. Yeah. They didn't even, I love how they also didn't even, uh, uh, from what I understand, if you want to know, the anime was pitched as a as like an as like what if Yankees met a, Yan- the Yankee culture met Arabian Nights. That's apparently how it was pitched. um, Which is okay. just <laughs> the weirdest fucking pitch of all time. Imagine being Mappa. Going, uh, Utsumi comes in and is like, okay, I want to do like a gag anime about Yankee culture, and they're like, okay, say less, you're doing it, but... And then she's like, but let me finish. It's also Arabian Nights. It's got genies and shit in it. Sure. And
3: then that's (laughs) when they start doing the lines, you know?
0: Yeah, you know? The lines, the massive lines of coke. Uh, so... But uh, fucking whatever, fucking but fucking I I, I, I uh, we, we you know what we need more of an anime? Just weird shit. Weird shit. <laughs> Just weird coke. You know, yeah. It, it, fucking as uh as uh, uh, as the movie industry showed us in the seventies and eighties. If you do
2: enough lines of coke, you might get some good shit out of it. Yeah, you Maybe. might. Uh, yeah, you might. You know, yeah. It, it gave me like GTO meets like Cromarty High. Yeah, it's giving it, Cromarty. If you've ever just... seen Cromarty High, which if you haven't, I highly recommend it. It's fucking hilarious. It's very much that like, yeah, that like Yankee culture gag manga. You're gonna be running into a bunch of weirdos that are just like, ah yes, I can fight people, but only between the hours of two and four PM on a Tuesday, because I'm not hungry that day. <laughs>
0: And it's if like and that's just the show this is and it, yeah but yeah I'm excited for that and that that premieres in January so get ready for that now we can move actually move on to the show we to talk about it's, it's been two here. hours it has it's been two, been
1: hours. two hours started
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it ha-
3: it happens sometimes I got he, yeah. he did say a lot of news it happens when you're on yeah. the show
0: Adam okay
1: and I wasn't talking that
0: much <laughs> exactly. <laughs> don't worry about it don't worry about it uh don't worry about it but in any case we're here to talk about our featured anime of the podcast which is no and and uh, and i know and before any before anyone wants to like fucking fight it uh yeah i know that there's a debate going on the stupid debate in the, an- in the community right now that whether or not this is an anime uh i will i am on the side of mother's basement on this one it's anime fuck you before all um, you turfs claim that it's not anime, you can take your
2: opinions and shove them so far up your ass. <laughs> we at the Gap respect all opinions except for those that we don't, and uh, this is anime, so yeah. fucking yeah. deal with it, nerds. Fucking deal with it, Uh Losers. Of course, we're
0: talking about we're talking about uh, Scott Pilgrim Takes Off, directed by Abel Gungara and written by Brian Lee O'Malley and Ben David Gravinsky. Um, it aired and it and uh it aired for eight episodes on uh, air it, it was reached for eight episodes on November 17th 2023 which is like literally about, like about a, a week, week ago, ago frankly <laughs> like literally a week ago um and it's currently licensed by Netflix and you can go watch it over on Netflix um uh you go watch it over on Netflix in both sub and dub uh i have i i was hoping i would get a chance to check out the sub before fucking podcast but i did not uh although from everything i've heard apparently the sub is very 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 good um so uh very very good also yes it's also made by and also science saru is the lead animation studio on this uh if you could not tell because obviously they are who else would have an art style like this uh scott pilgrim takes off is an adaptation of the beloved cult classic uh, graphic novel Scott, Pilgr- uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world uh, which if you in which if you are in any way shape or form entrenched in nerd culture for the past like decade you probably know what it is so we're not gonna so you, you know you know the story of you know the story of Scott Pilgrim but if you're one of like two people who don't uh, Scott Pilgrim's uh, Scott Pilgr- dating
3: a high schooler <laughs> Scott Pilgrim's
0: dating a high schooler which is just the best opening which is the Funniest opening line of all time. Um, uh, Scott Pilgrim goes to a uh, Scott Pilgrim part of a a, a the basis the basis in an indie band. He goes to a party, meets the literal girl of his dreams, Ramona Flowers, and they hit and and shockingly they hit it off really well, actually, but there's a catch. In order to date her, he has to defeat his, uh, he has to defeat her seven evil exes, led by Gideon Graves. Uh, Gideon Graves. And, nor—and like a lot of the, and, you would expect it to follow the normal thing, however, spoilers for those who have not seen Scott Pilgrim takes off, and yes, actual spoilers here, if you've not seen it, please click away now. Um, uh, Scott Pilgrim does not is it uh, seemingly loses his first fight, and sus Scott Pilgrim takes off is a weird, weak it, like requel? sequel thing, kind of remake, reimagining of the original source material, uh, source material, and does. And do- basically does what every Scott Pilgrim adaptation has done since the movie and just completely change the material and do something completely new with it. New, new with it. Maybe, f- no, maybe for the, may- no, maybe for the best. Uh, we were really excited for this because we were really excited for this for a lot of reasons. Uh, I was mean, mainly- Nerds! Yeah. Nerds! Oh. Yeah, it know, mainly, but also mainly because like I'm a big fan of director Edgar Wright and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is a you know, is a film that I really fucking li- love a lot, uh, and it, uh, so like obviously I was looking forward to this just in general because of you know, in general because of that. Shane was a mad lad, and I don't think I, I don't think I've ever seen him this excited for something in a while as excited for something. That, like this in a while uh, but he watched this like immediately as it came out Chain, what did you think of Scott Pilgrim takes off man as a fan um, as a hardcore fan of the source material as well Scott
3: Pilgrim I don't know if this says more about me than anything uh, is one of my favorite things like it's one of my favorite comics one of my favorite movies uh, the game is one of my favorite beat-em-ups I just love everything that this franchise puts out. Um, so going into this, I was obviously very excited. Um, I was not of the opinion that I thought it was going to retell the comics like seemingly most people who were looking forward to the show. Because you actually listened to Brian Leo Malley's interviews beforehand. Yeah, I, I knew 100% this wasn't going to be a one-to-one adaptation, and sure enough... Just like every other piece of Scott Pilgrim media, it does something completely different. And I honestly think that takes off as maybe the most interesting interpretation of Scott Pilgrim, just because it goes so weird with it. It's (laughs) honestly the best way to describe it is what Matt told me right before I was sitting down to watch it is that someone on my Twitter called it the rebuild of Scott Pilgrim. And that's a hundred percent. The best way that I can describe this show is that Mm -hmm. episode one is fairly one-to-one with the original comic and movie, other than a few like differences here and there. And then it goes completely whack shit right at the end. And from that point on, it is its own thing. And honestly, I respect the hell out of it. It's way I am of the opinion that I preferred that it would do something like this, where it's like a radically different telling of the story than just be a another version of Scott Pilgrim. Like, this is way more interesting and unique, and it does weird, wacky shit with it, and it's I just love the hell out of this show. It it might be my f- favorite scott pilgrim thing just because man (laughs) like scott pilgrim dies dude scott pilgrim fucking dies the man man got yeeted (laughs) yeah the man dude right at the end of that first episode you know oh okay we're not fucking around with this (laughs) and it's all the better for it
0: yeah all right Spencer is also Spencer is also a fan of Scott Pilgrim, from what I understand. Spencer, what did you think of Scott Pilgrim Takes Off?
2: Yeah. So a little backstory. Uh, so me and my younger sister uh, convinced my mother to go see this in theaters when it uh, came out in 2010 because we were just looking. It was a it was a Tooney Tuesday back when they did those uh, tickets I were you know a, same same dude same um, Tootsie Tuesday. Yeah. Usually. Now it's a twenty dollars Tuesday, and that's the cheap. Um, but we just me, me me and Sam decided to watch it because you know what? Fuck it. It's uh, it had a lot of video game references in the trailer, and it looked cool. I had no idea who Edgar Wright was. I had no idea who Michael Sarah was. I m- my mother was like, oh, he's the guy from uh, Juno, um, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then it became one of the greatest experiences I've ever had at a movie theater. Uh, the movie rules, okay? It's... Even if it's... Even if you're not a big fan of nerd culture, and the same goes for the anime as well, there's a sincerity about the movie itself, okay? Where it's a very genuine movie. You can tell that nobody's trying to, like... Like, these people are enjoying what they're doing. They're having fun on set. Um, so when they announced that they were doing an anime from Science Saru, uh, you know, done by the original creator of the uh, graphic novels, I'm like, awesome. Um, you know, I was obviously excited because big Scott Pilgrim fan. Um, I played the video game. I had not read the graphic novels until recently. Thank you, Shane, by the way. You're welcome. Um, and just sitting down because, uh, me and Matt watched this with Shane, who had already seen it. At my house and that was another incredible experience being surrounded by friends watching this show because just like the movie, this is a genuine show. There's no cynicism, there's no snarky attitude about, no, this is a love letter to Scott Pilgrim and I can't think of anything better than to have these people doing this. It was an incredible experience. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I, all right, now Adam went sickle mode, and I did, if, I, if I went sickle
1: mode, I would have played the video game and watched and read the comics. I didn't do either. Of those. I read I the comics. I went sickle mode.
3: Let's let's make like, that clear. I, I went sickle.
1: Yeah. Fell off, and it's like, eh, it is what it is. Um, yeah. so I watched the movie. Uh, I don't have the uh, the emotional attachment to Scott Program that you guys have. So I'm like, when I'm watching it, I go in with all like the pre knowledge of all the funny stuff. So it's. You know, I'm I don't know how to put this, but I'm like a cynical guy, So I like my media a bit more cynical. Yeah, um there is, a, there is something appealing about it, um about how just how like forthright it is. Um, it's very upfront. um, and you know, it's it's a good time. Like it's kind of annoying in the in the super earnest way. Um, but that is Edgar Wright's style. Um, it is funny. All the characters are likable. Uh, Chris Evans is great. He's so funny. <laughs>
0: Incredible! It, Incredible! It, 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 I <laughs> love was, the dumb, dumb bro voice. He does it's for such his a characters. that's actually
1: hilarious. Yeah, the MCU mind, and then he went on to Netflix and did the Gray Man. Like he's funny. He's a good actor. He's in a. He's good in a Knives Out, which like the one role he's done that I've seen. that isn't like the MCU. He's bad. Um, he's
0: such. He's such a bastard in that film. I love it. That I know
1: he's it. so evil at rules. Yeah. Um, and then after that, yeah, I watched the show um and i didn't really expect them to do what they did because i read it was like you know scott pilgrim rebuild 3.3 plus 1.1 and i'm like okay what the fuck does that mean and then they kill off spot color and i'm like okay i'm interested so like
3: immediately they murk him the main character yeah
1: i am i am of the opinion that the best way to tell or to retell your story in a different way is to kill off the main character and make and make the secondary characters the main characters. And in my opinion, the Spot Cookum I said spot Pokemon. The Scott Pokemon uh this is a movie in my opinion, had better secondary characters than primary characters. Cause Scott Pokemon is kind of a prick, kind of a douche, kind of sleazy. He's dating a high schooler, so that's how it is. Yeah,
0: he so is dating a high
2: schooler. You kill that, that guy off,
1: and then, you know, you give you give room for all the additional characters to like to thrive. Like now Wallace isn't just the gay guy. Wallace is a Hollywood actor. Wallace now, is a know?
0: star, baby. Exactly. Why no? Why be Wallace for free when I could get paid to do it? Exactly. exactly. Hey,
1: I thought you should pay me to be to be this podcast. Yeah. Why should I be me for free? <laughs> um. But besides that, like, yeah, it, it it goes into, you know, it gives the characters a lot more uh depth, you know, a lot more to chew on per se, because it's. You know, there's less, uh, you know, less Scott Pilgrim taking up the damn place. Also, it is a lot longer than the movie. The movie's two hours long, and this, uh, is about three hours and change. Um, it's, it's closer so to
3: four hours, so.
1: Yeah, three oh, yeah. episodes are about 25, 24 minutes each, or eight episodes of that. Um, but yeah, so I was yeah. pleased with the way it went. I'm again, I'm not a huge, huge fan of the uh, super sincere like storytelling. Um, but you know, the characters are uh, you know, likable enough. That's basically it. I well, everything else I'd say would be retelling what like Matt and Spencer and Shane have already said. It's fun. It's a fun time. You know, I didn't like it as much as did because I don't have the emotional connection to it. Um, but as a purely neutral advisor, it's a good time, you know, It's nothing world beating, but it's fun.
0: What I love about Scott Pilgrim takes off is... Well, for starters, I love the fact that it does kill off its main character, like, instantaneously. One, very funny and very funny in retrospect. Exceptionally perfect, 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 like... Just indication that this is going to be something completely, completely off the rails. But also... Scott, Scott Pilgrim... As a as a piece of media, just in general, is like one of the things I love about the original graphic novels and also the the movie is that it's inherently like self reflective on itself. It's constantly re evolving and re contextualizing itself constantly, like constantly, 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 And that's part of its appeal. That's part of its like whole. Uh, that's part of the whole good part of it's like charm in a weird way in a, in a way so scott pilgrim takes off takes that and decides okay so we're going to like basically it's if scott pilgrim was already kind of like self-critiquing itself with the comic and the movie this is a self-critique of a self-critique while also doubling down on all of the other stuff that makes scott pilgrim really great which is the art which is the art style, the likable the likable characters, the sincerity, and the kind of and the the la- and it being unafraid to be weird, wacky, and just kind of silly. Uh, and I love. And I know. I, I and I, I I've been thinking about. I've been thinking about the show nonstop since I saw it. And frankly, all I could at th- all I could think of is. Fucking hell! I think this is like one of the best, like re like reimaginings of a of a series I've seen in a very long time. I like maybe ever. I I can't I can't think of another franchise that has something that has a reimagining like this good. With maybe the exception of like that new Planet of the Apes trilogy, and like that's it. Like it's really. It's 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 really damn impressive just how good this is, and a lot of that obviously I'm going to obviously a lot of that is credited on like Brian Lee O'Malley and Brian David Grudensky, who wrote this, but also I want to give a lot of praise to Science, the crew at Science Saru Abel mm-hmm. Gangata, and the animators over the, over at Saru because they've done because I've because again I'm also a big fan of Saru and I think that Saru proves themselves here. Um, as one of our best animation studios, like, one of the best anime studios in the business. I think that they have a very distinct eye for this kind of stuff. Um, And they've done an excellent, and their art style is, like, really, <laughs> their art style is ins- it's insanely impressive. They're an art style uh, with, like, the way that they, like, obviously, like, it's because they were founded by Uwasas and heavily built on that. Um, but you can just tell that like they've like, you can just tell that they're you that they're using actually using the medium of animation in really unique, cool ways. So let's move on to episodes. Shane, what was your favorite episode of Scott Pilgrim takes off? Because I, I gotta know, I I know which one
3: I feel like I'm gonna have at least one other person who agrees with me here. But my favorite episode of Scott Pilgrim takes off is episode five lights, camera
0: sparks.
1: This
3: yeah, is also,
0: that's what
3: I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking into, about babies.
0: This is also mine. This is also mine. Cause yes,
2: yes, 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 yes. yes. Obviously,
0: okay. Obviously, this is my. This is my favorite. As this is my favorite, not just because of the movie shit. Okay, like it's not just that other stuff too but it's also the movie shit it's the movie shit
3: it's the fact that the original Edgar Wright movie is being made in universe as like the (laughs) alternate reality where Scott won the fight against Matthew Patel that's insane meta comedy right there (laughs) Mm -hmm. and also the (laughs) fact that the entire episode is uh, from the perspective of a documentary of the making of the
1: movie (laughs) it's so funny yeah
3: and, and it, also it, y- it, this interpretation of young Neil is the greatest character in fiction. Oh I'm yeah sorry. no. Oh my it's,
1: god. He's, he's young, just like me for real. I young love young Neil him
2: so much. Is the- Young Neil's the absolute like one of the goats of this fucking show. It's he is the best. 2004
0: crime thriller shot him in Toronto, Canada It's such
2: a De- different version
3: of his character from the movie and even the comic. Because the movie, he's just kind of like the other dude who's there, and he's just around. In well, that's the, the
0: joke. That's in the, that's the movie. The that's joke.
3: the joke. That's the joke. In the comic, they. Brian Lee O'Malley goes further with that, where he's like, he's kind of the friend that everyone abandons because everyone moves on. He's just really bitter about it. He's like, all my friends hate me, so I hate them. Fuck them. (laughs) And it's really (laughs) funny. But then here, like, this version of Neil just goes so hard into the cinephile angle. It's like, dude, he's just like me. This is the guy in the show that you want to say he's just like me. All the people who say this guy, Scott's just this like guy, me, just
0: just get off Twitter, please. Young Neil Young Neil is great because he's he's me, he's a cinephile, but also has no idea what's going on. No idea what he's
2: doing point. at all.
0: Young Neil. <laughs> no might thoughts be, in his head, no thought no thoughts in his head, just that just a hamster wheel that's not working.
2: It's young great. Neil might be inarguably the most oblivious person in this show. He is I don't want to call him dumb, but he's pretty fucking
3: dumb. He's you know, we're, you know, we're, fil- we're filming the scene with a bit darker lighting to reflect the, the darkness in Scott's soul. Uh, uh, Neil, um, what are those glasses? Neil? Oh, I just got my prescription renewed. Those are sunglasses.
2: <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> or, or just the absolute joy when he wakes up from his quote unquote, um, Night terror and just finds. There's him. He's just like completed- I'm a screenwriter. <laughs> he
0: sees his <laughs> sleep paralysis demon and write a script for him. And he's like, "Yo,
2: I wrote this in my sleep. I'm a screenwriter. Hell yeah! Just like me for he just like me for real. Obviously, this ep- this episode's
0: really great for that reason. Obviously, because the Young deal steals a lot of the show. Who's he going to cast to play do. Toronto?
3: We see to for Toronto. This episode is
0: really funny. I also absolutely love what they do with Todd in this. Just Todd like, is like, so am... good in this, dude. I love gay Todd.
3: He has a gay awakening
0: <laughs> for Wallace. It's so good, which is perfect, which fits Wallace so well because Wallace is canonically has a superpower that he's able to just do that.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he can seduce anyone. Th- mm-hmm. Do you remember the scene in the movie? With the where he, steals, fight. where he steals. Where he steals Stacy's boyfriend. Yeah, Stacy's boyfriend, and and it's the fact that Stacy just says again, again. Like, this isn't the like, first like, time. Like he's Wallace done this. does this. Yeah, like Wallace does this to every male he's ever introduced to. He just has that yeah. power about him. Just, so, the, the the power of
0: Wallace Wells. uh fuck it. I like I love what they do with I love what they do with Todd, and I love what they do with Todd in this. I fucking. Fucking like I like this. It like this is just a this is a really strong like standalone episode. Ramona has to fight an infinite number of
2: Wallace stunt doubles, which is just so incredible, including straight Wallace. Don't forget straight Wallace, straight Wallace. Yes, (laughs)
0: there's like four
1: of them, maybe five.
0: Fucking... it's a, There's a lot. There's a lot more than
1: that.
3: Um, the, okay, fact that uh, the fact wait. that they cast Envy Adams to play Ramona in the movie, and then Ramona herself is her stunt double.
1: It's really funny. It's yeah. so good,
0: <laughs> Yeah, such fucking, a good thing. It's just a strong episode. Spencer, though, what's your favorite episode of the show?
2: Uh My favorite episode is episode six, Who Did It? Who Did It? Ah, Who the fucking... reveal! The reveal! Um... Oh, so this is also this just also, the
3: the friendship episode, isn't it? Yeah, is yes. It's the episode between so Lucas, this has and, one...
0: Lucas and uh,
3: yeah, Gordon goose. Goose. So, so,
0: goose.
2: So, yeah, so this has one of my favorite openings, because you cut to, like, Lucas shows up at Julie's house, which is where Gordon is currently sitting. Gordon, of course, being the actual name of Gideon Graves. Um, Gordon Goose from North Gordon, Bay, Gordon, Ontario. Yeah, Gordon That's Goose from North Bay, Bay, Ontario. Bay. Mm-hmm. uh probably arguably the most canadian name in existence um but lucas lee shows up and it's just like hey bud uh so i don't have a job anymore um and then it's just like th- them fucking having fun just guys like, it's just dudes rock it's just male fr- it's, no y- you know what it is you it's, might not like it liberals it's male friendship. This is what male friendship looks like. Okay, you know it's male
3: friendship when they go to Home Hardware to buy building supplies to build a half
2: pipe in her living room. In her living room. Which and I'll,
0: then I'll, I'll have some stuff to say about Julie as we continue. But like, and we'll...
2: then they're they're playing paintball with each other. They're like having just the greatest day ever. They're sledding down Meanwhile, the stairs.
3: They're watching romance anime.
2: They're watching Shoujo together, eyes, uh, Um, and then it cuts to Julie being like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I, w- I was gone for ninety cuts... minutes. What the fuck happened here? <laughs> no. And no, then it yeah. cuts back to what Julie was doing, which she was just having a conversation <laughs> it's with. a um, conversation with uh, Ramona. That's all she with was Rona doing. about the fact that maybe Gordon had something to do with Scott's disappearance, or maybe you had something to do with Scott's disappearance, Julie. Um, but so then that happens and then the big twist at the end is that Scott shows up at um, at the end. No, the twist is that it's a vegan robot. Yeah, the twist is that it's a vegan robot that did it. Because robots don't (laughs) Um, eat. And then Scott shows up at the end of the episode and is like yeah, so uh, I kidnapped myself.
3: What?
0: And it's like, what?
2: And it goes Um, into the future
0: Old Scott in episode The future stuff, which is the rest of the show. Which is the rest of the show. I think the strongest part of this episode... I mean, the strongest part of this stuff is, like, the Gideon and uh, Lucas stuff. 100%. Oh, yeah. They're really good Because they're really... It's really funny, and it's also... It's really funny, but it also, like, (laughs) highlights the best of both characters in a lot of ways. (laughs) What? Dude, it's,
3: it's... It's stuff like that that makes me realize, man, Takes Off has some of the best renditions of these
2: characters. It's yeah, these
0: it. are it's single-handedly so the
2: best. Every single one of these characters I would argue is their best rendition.
0: Fuck it. Um, fuck it. This is like the best version of Julie by like a good margin. I love mm-hmm, this version mm-hmm. of Julie. She's evil. Oh, she's so my, just evil.
2: Fucking she's just evil. She just hates Scott so much that she just is evil. Like, and then Gordon is is like hey my girlfriend julie thinks it's really really hot when i'm evil so i'm just going to become evil again so i'm just going to bomb a theater because yeah. it makes my girlfriend excited and, and, and that's and it julie's Ooh, just yeah. like yes bomb the theater <laughs> but also clean my house Kill you fucking prick everyone
0: <laughs> but yeah but also clean my house uh fuck it but yeah uh but yeah Let's talk about uh, speaking. Of, I mean, speaking of cast. Now, the thing about Scott Pilgrim, the thing about Scott Pilgrim is that we know, with like, like we all know the, the cast of Scott Pilgrim. Shane is your favorite character from Scott Pilgrim Takes Off the same as the rest of the media is is the rest well, of What year? what's his
1: favorite character from the rest of the media first?
0: That's yeah, because I'm curious.
3: I think my favorite character, at least in the my favorite character in the comic is Ramona because I feel like Mm -hmm. Ramona's got the most interesting stuff going on. What with the the evil exes and her disappearing. You know, it it shows like the, the wishy washy nature of a character where she's afraid of commitment because it just never works out for her. Um, Mm -hmm. my favorite character in the movie.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm, That's tough.
0: Mm. I think in the movie for me, it's Wallace. Probably,
2: yeah. Kieran um,
3: Culkin does a great job in the movie. <laughs> Maybe, um, yeah, actually, it's... he just left. <laughs> um, actually, psh, he just left. He I, just I, mean, left. I mean,
0: a part of it is also I just I'm a big fan of Kieran Culkin. Succession heads rise. Um, but
2: also, like, it, w- Wallace is one of my favorite characters in the series. In general. I don't, I don't know why it didn't dawn on me that that's Macaulay's brother. It's McCulloch Culkin's brother, yeah. Yeah, didn't realize that. And then when you realize
0: it, you're like, oh, they actually look really similar. Yeah, they (laughs) They actually look look like exactly the same.
2: Um, Yeah. (laughs)
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, it's... To
3: answer your question, no. uh, My favorite character in Takes Off is not the same as every other media because my favorite character changes every time a new thing comes out.
0: Yeah. So Mm -hmm. in Takes Off, we already talked about it. It's Young Neil. I was gonna say because it's also Young Neil for me because Young Neil
2: Holy is like shit. me
0: for real. It's just <laughs> like me. Like I said, this is the guy you want
3: to say he's just like me. All the people who were saying it, it, Scott's just like me because he was talking to a girl about Sonic, Uh get off Twitter, please. You're only making That's... it worse for yourselves.
1: <laughs> you would uh, also go, do the same there. thing. Yeah, you but I'm also be not be dating a high schooler. Girl at a party and talk about Sonic with her.
3: But I'm also not dating like, a high schooler, Adam. That's the point. I guess that's the yeah, point. Yeah. You don't want to admit yeah. that you
0: would fucking date a minor. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking, uh, fucking, uh, fucking. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what like black magic they had at like the and, like what they had to like in order to like make young Neil like this. But I, like I love what was going through. Brian's mind when he came up with this version. They're like uh, it's young like kid. it's like what is like what if we make young Neil like just severely autistic <laughs> and <laughs> it's, it's <so> true
2: <laughs> It is <really> true. <laughs> he, he's
0: so <laughs> autistic coded <laughs> and I lo- I love it though I love and I also love it that his name is just canonically young Neil I think that's always been yeah even like, in the, the future when he writes
3: his memoir he's old young Neil old yeah, old young, old, Neil. young
1: Neil's funny. <laughs> yeah,
2: young, yeah, Young Neil Nordograph is his actual name. <sighs> okay. Fuckin- he has yeah. a last name, surprisingly. I love it, yeah. but yeah, really? it's yeah
1: his Neil. last name is Neil, and his first name's young, that's how it young? is. Young:
0: <laughs> Yeah, young Neil. Young Neil. Um, Spencer, who's your favorite? Uh,
2: this is really fucking difficult. I'm very surprised um, you
3: aren't saying young Neil, because you were losing your shit every time he was on screen. Because he is so
2: autism pilled, it's really funny. Autism pilled.
0: Just, just admit he is, is he's have autism, dude. I version. have it. He's, he's deeply autistic in this version. I
2: love it. It's
3: great. So I'll say, if you so I'll if say, you relate to y- this version of Young Neil on like a deep personal level, you probably have autism. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just so it. I'm, I
2: already know that. So. <laughs> oh, I'm good. well aware. I have it. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Uh. So this is tough. Because so mm-hmm. in the in the movie, I'm a hundred percent going to say Wallace because he's the best. He's the best part of that show, of that movie. Um, that show, incredibly well. It's I mean f- shut fuck off. Um, it's really difficult for the anime because I genuinely fucking love all these characters. But if so I was great. to pick, yeah, if I was to pick one that was the most. Out, like, off, like, out of left field, um, I'll say Matt, Matthew Patel. Satya they did, they did a really Matthew. good job with Matthew Mad, Patel. Though. Mad respect. Mad oh, my respect. God, he's so cool. So, so let's talk about Matthew Patel. He Canonically, the, the first evil man. ex. Mm-hmm. He, so, he, he's the first evil ex in the movie. He gets killed, Like, he gets
0: insta bodied, yeah.
2: Okay, yeah. The the thing they don't mention
3: this in the movie, but they mention this in the comic is that when Scott first fights Matthew Patel, they're like, Oh man, that guy's toast. Doesn't he know Scott's the best fighter in the province? They never mention that in the movie, and it makes sense for that version of the character because he's honestly a little more dweebish. Um, Michael Sarah, it's Michael Sarah, yeah. But in the comic, yeah. like it's well known that Scott could like kick your ass easy. Because
0: I it, it, the Scott Pilgrim, the Scott Pilgrim universe is interesting because like, it, like because uh, like it, in the comic especially, they like heavily emphasize that like, oh, this is just basically a shonen manga. Yes. in a lot of ways because like, oh, Scott's the best fighter in the province. Like that's a casual thing that he does. Like people just fight fucking fight each other and show people them fights people just fight each other in the streets for fucking tunies and it's shit It's like which, which by the it, way that was by like, the way if you're a US that just happens in Canada yep, it's, it's just it's
2: sort of life, you know It's truly basically walking Alaska. around Walking around downtown Windsor is just like a Street Fighter Six World Tour mode, where people will mm-hmm, just walk yep. up to you and hit dragon punches on you. It really straight.
1: is PvP. It's pretty insane.
2: It's pretty insane. <laughs> but, um, but, so, taking this absolute nobody that gets bodied in the movie and making him win, technically, quote-unquote win, and then he takes that confidence from beating Scott Pilgrim, takes over the League of Evil Xs through That's- force... It's Defe- such an defeat- insane new twist on it. He defeats yeah. Kiryu uh, by almost throwing him <laughs> off of the Millennium Tower. He really does! Um,
3: he almost Mine's
2: that bitch. He almost Mine... Who, Who? by the way, do you know where Mine is? He's on the roof. He's on the roof. Yeah, he, yeah. Mine's on the roof. Mine's <laughs> on the roof. Uh, but... And then at the end, it's like his only goal is that he wanted to do an off-Broadway musical. Mm-hmm. He's just a theater kid, and it was yep. even said by Ramona that he was a theater-like kid. That He, he was that a D-lister was
3: theater kid, dude.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, he beca- so then it becomes my favorite part of the show, which is... Scott Pilgrim's Precious Little Musical. Scott Pilgrim's Precious Little Musical, which has him basically playing Scott Pilgrim... Um but and I'll I'll touch more on this later, it deals with the relationship between Steven Styles and Knives Chow. And it's the most wholesome relationship in this entire show. Because, because so Steven is genuinely a good person. He just has no confidence in himself. So when Knives is like, hey, let's 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 try to, you know, let's talk to Matthew about making a musical. And then they talk to him. And he's like, Oh, so they're writing in this musical, and then that's when you get to the musical singing of Bread Makes You Fat. Bread which makes you fat. Incredible. Um
3: Bread makes but you like,
2: thick. Uh it's a but it's really, really well done. And just the the ending where he's just like, Yeah, dude, I have no care about kidnapping your boyfriend He's like i'm in business, charge of a...
1: business shit sucks i hate this let me just make musicals and you can have your business back and then they're like yeah bro <laughs> gordon's <laughs> yeah.
0: like I, I sure even tell, even tell is just like i i just want to be a, like a, i just want to be i just want to be a broadway man.
2: star I, dude i don't want to be a broadway star fucking take this take your basketball team back gideon my favorite thing about <laughs> take your that, that goes i'll, I'll Fuck it, yeah! That that
0: the Matthew Patel they did a really good job, especially since, from what I understand, Matthew Patel's increased role in here was was a purposeful thing from Brian O'Malley, who was credit who's was criticized for his lack of POC characters in Scott Pilgrim when the when the when the comic and the movie came out. So the beefed up role of Matthew Patel is actually a direct response to that. Uh, and it's the best, one of the best things about the show, because they really, because one, it gives the actor who plays him, Satya ba- uh, Bhavada, I think is his name, uh, Satya a Bhavada, lot yeah. more to do as the character, and you can clearly tell he's relishing actually, like, getting a chance to, like, do a lot with the character now, um, uh, but, uh, but, no uh, but, uh, but, uh, but all, but also, but also, it, it's part of the, it, but also, it does... Kind of give all of the, by retrospect, it also gives the rest of the evil exes a lot more to do, Mm -hmm. which is arguably the highlight of the show. Um, Adam, who's your favorite character from the show? Uh,
1: Here's the thing it's kind of a cop out to say Ramona because she's the main character, and I don't, you can't really pick the main character for this because it's too obvious. I'm going to say Wallace. It's my guy. He rules.
3: Oh, yeah. My guy. Turning straight men gay wherever he goes.
0: By the he way, is, you 100% a day can agenda.
2: From, uh, <laughs> like, nobody's gonna get mad at you for picking the main character. I like get so. mad at me. That's what's important. Listen, he's weird. <laughs> Leave him alone. It's the coward's way out. He's so. weird. I don't know.
0: I, I don't know. Although Ramona would be valid, this is my favorite version of Ramona. So, yeah. Um.
3: It's because she, she has the most to do in this. And, and also, an she changes her for old Ramona. <laughs> Older Ramona. Older Ramona. Cool also, yes, and Matt, also- I, you were going to mention it has the best uh, running gag of all time, which is she changes, literally dyes her hair in every episode
0: at the beginning. Ever, ever, is she dyes
2: her hair. We well, need and- to talk about know. this, Matt. <laughs> we have, we have That's to we her go. magical girl transformation, dude. This is her magical girl transformation. What is everybody's favorite hair color? Me and <laughs> me and Adam, I'm pretty hmm. sure, have the same. we have the exact same one, yeah. We have the exact same one. So is it, I want to Is you it the to one at first? the end, the blonde with the green highlights? No. no but you're Damn. close. You're halfway there. Mm, you're halfway there.
0: Halfway there. I'm trying to th- I trying to think. Uh, halfway there. Halfway there. I I really like the blue. I really like the fucking blue with the purple. I like the blue, I like the green with the purple. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: that's a nice color. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't know, it's hard for me to pick. It's hard for me to pick cuz like uh, the answer
2: is they're all great. They're all, yes, I'm popping out so hard. There is only one in which me and Adam have had one of our very rare but, <laughs> but uh, deeply appreciated, do, but uh, deeply appreciated moments where we both have the same uh, uh, opinion. You agree on wrong. something? Yeah, and yeah, it, it, it is wild. It is th- the blonde with red, or it's the oh, red with blonde. Oh, the
0: fire! Sorry,
2: red with blonde. Yeah, yeah, red with blonde. Yeah. yeah.
0: Which one? Which episode was that? That was episode that three. Was that
1: was the
3: Roxy three. episode.
0: Yeah, that was the Roxy episode. Oh, that, that episode's, was also, really that episode's also really good. Fuck. Yeah, I, <laughs> I could have
1: said three too. That one's crazy. I could have said any one. of these episodes. Bro,
0: the, the her and Roxy might have my favorite. What? Go ahead. Everyone, everyone's
3: going... so excited to talk about the show. We're all
1: literally talking, about yelling at each other. Yeah. yeah.
3: No, th- that Fuck episode it. is insane. Them fighting through the old movies.
0: Crazy, mm. crazy set piece. Yeah, that episode. Yeah, no, that might actually been my favorite fight in the show. I need to think on it. That might be my favorite like fight fa- in the show. My
3: favorite fight in the show is either Lucas Lee versus the Ninja Paparazzi <laughs> or the final fight everyone versus Old Scott.
2: No, even Older Scott.
1: Even, even Older Scott. Scott. The world the world versus Scott Pilgrim, Scott Pilgrim's yeah. Jihad. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim versus...
0: is Muad'Dib. <laughs> He's the Muadib. <laughs> he is the blood deep. Are, do we have a least? Do we have least favorites here, or no? No. 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 Just immediately. Knows. I guess no. old,
1: older, oldest Scott. But that's kind of the point. So I can't. He's also voiced by point, Will yeah.
0: Forte. So like, he's way too fun. He's too funny. Yeah. Liter- mean, literally. So literally. Like, if, if I had
3: to pick, if I had to pick, it would be even older Scott, just because he is the most Scott Pilgrim
0: Scott Pilgrim could possibly be.
3: Scott yeah. Pilgrim yeah.
0: Could possibly to the point where even like. Our, our, the scott pilgrim that we fought like michael sarah scott pilgrim is like ew. like i don't ew. like, like
2: um, no. i do like this guy
0: he's gonna be like i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop right now and not be that guy like that's like mm, i don't also like that. even that's
3: bad even older scott is a great character because he's essentially this he's essentially this uh universe's version of nega scott if nega scott was actually like a villain which he isn't Mm-hmm. And also, it's a great throwaway line back to the movie where Ramona and the comic. It's in the comic, too, where Ramona's like, you're just another evil X waiting to happen. And then he turns out to be the most evil X of them all. That's great shit right there.
2: I mean, yeah. in, in his defense, if you were evil Ryu, come on, would you not lean into that? Ten years he spent training his body to become if evil you Ryu. if you succumb to the 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 setsuhado <laughs> yeah th- if you ever succumb to the setsuhado because of divorce or sorry <laughs> apparent divorce apparent um, divorce it turns
3: out yeah, like she just needed space and i interpreted that as she hates my guts and our
2: marriage is in shambles which i mean listen fair enough dude that's uh, just men that's mean, just man behavior dude that's just that's just that that's just male. Yeah. I
0: love how Ramona. I, I love how even the older Ramona is just kind of like, "You're stupid.
2: What are you fucking? You're like, an, you're an idiot." <laughs> but 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 we still love you because it's all
3: it's also insanely male coded. Where he realizes, you "Oh, you were actually never mad at me, and like our relationship was fine." Does that mean we can like make out again? She's like, "No." Oh, no.
1: <laughs> work on yourself, <laughs> I, dude. I will admit the older Scott. So old, not oldest, but older Scott. Um, yeah. Reminds me of like the YouTube Funko Pop guys, and that's yeah. a pretty pathetic way to live. So, it's <laughs> it's totally right? I would but, not be shocked. I would
0: not be shocked if it was because it's Brian Lee O'Malley, and he's also he is self
2: admitted chronically online. So, yeah. Like... But in Old Scott's defense, he does team up with the Katsuragi twins to make a radical music video. <laughs> um, insert also, song of the year. Am I right? Insert song Here's... of the year. <laughs> also, also, while we're at it, did you know that old Wallace Wells' husband works for Nintendo? He works did, for yeah. Nintendo, dude. The, the best gag of all. He gets all gag. He gets all the, gets
0: all the get games all, early. Do you
3: get <laughs> the, the, all the games for free? No, he doesn't. He gets all the games for free. <laughs> uh, it's the buildup that yeah. makes that joke so good. <laughs> because like I'm thinking about listen, like, old I don't Wallace. I, I, Listen,
0: I love how old Wallace looks the same, but just with he's white just, hair.
3: Yeah, he's just a silver fox, dude. A
0: hundred million, a hundred, No hundred, no, no. Well, here's the thing: he's only what, well, what? Well, like someone said, like, okay, he's he, you'll be like only like really in his 30s. so he wouldn't have like fully gray he would, hair. Okay, my okay. theory, my theory is that knowing Wallace and the dramatic bit and the self admitted dramatic bitch he is saw a single gray hair as he was like in like the shower or something, and it decided fucking silver. <laughs> I <laughs> just dyed his hair fucking gray. Well, okay, gray. because
3: okay, so think about it. In present timeline, Scott's twenty three. Wallace is twenty five. The future mm-hmm. timeline is fourteen years later, so Scott's thirty seven. Wallace is thirty nine. That bitch ain't fully gray by thirty nine.
0: No, a hundred percent, he's I not. Just, he I had
1: like clear, one... that is something I would do. The moment I get my first gray hair, I'm either shaving it. Well, or it's I'm all downhill
3: from here, it's
2: <laughs> yeah. But as 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 Wallace dyes his hair gray and makes himself a neat martini, uh, <laughs> and then drinks it because that's just the kind of bitch he is, and then has yeah. gay sex I... with his Nintendo husband. <laughs> yeah, who's exactly. at home? He's at home. Call 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 your husband. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, he isn't. He is home. He... he's
0: working at Nintendo. So <laughs> fuck. I I I this honestly, the best thing that this show did was remind me how much I. F- Wallet, <laughs> yeah, but but like okay, let's move on to other things. Like, there's a lot to talk about with. There's the a show. lot to talk about. I want to talk like the, the big thing I want to talk about first is how it looks. I think it looks great. Um, fucking big props to director Abel Gongora G- uh, for this because this is the first show, full length show, he's ever directed. By the way, um, this is a debut, technically, um. But- uh this is not the first... obviously it's not the first show he's worked on. He's worked on a bunch of shows. Uh but this is uh but uh uh Avon Gongorda uh fun fact is also the guy who directed the Isaac Hen OP. He did the fucking Hell easy. Yeah. No,
1: oh, like he knows what's up.
0: He's goaded with the sauce. And, and frankly, it has the same the show has the same energy as that. It's just fucking yeah. wild and wacky and out there. It's- uh as it's free Previously, he was he was previously in terms of directing. Abon Gordia also worked on Star Wars: Visions. He was the director of the short uh, tob one, which is basically Astro Boy with a lightsaber. Hell um, yeah! And it's a great cute little yeah yeah. yeah it, it's a great little cute little Star Wars short that I that that even if you're not a fan of Star Wars, I highly recommend you watch because um, it's really cute and really well animated. It's gorgeous to look at. Uh, But it continues the trend of like the fact that one of the things I love about already love about Gangora as a director is the fact that he's able to like he is that he fucking is his is that he's able to take like standard anime conventions like the actual like the anime standard like anime boarding particularly in the fight scenes and just make them like and put them on an art style that you would not think would have this particularly like Scott like Scott Pilgrim is like this as well. Uh, cause like the fights in this are like, dude, they're, they're just shonen fights, and they it's really crazy. are. There's, there's a um, the
3: beginning of the fight between Gideon and Matthew Patel is straight up just a Tekken
0: fight. It's just a Tekken mm-hmm. match happening in real time, and it's it's, it's fucking it is, dope. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, I may we make the joke. It's like, oh, he fights you but Gideon just looks like you He just legit. And he's got the he's got the he
2: does. He's got the drip, Go dude. He also, he does the one hand up, one hand down. That's the fucking Yakuza fighting stance. Yeah, that's that, the that's, Q- Cosmic Kiryu. That's the Dragon of Dojima stance. That's the dude. Dragon of Dojima, one hand up, one hand down. This man's pulling off fucking heat moves.
3: Fucking, you're talking it's mad shit for someone in
2: Tiger Dropping Distance. Drop <laughs> no, my exact quote was, you're talking mad shit for somebody someone in Tiger drop range." Tiger drop range. <laughs> Yeah, uh,
0: fucking, fucking. But yeah, I, but yeah, Abel Gordian does a great job directing this. And there's, and the boarding across the board is really strong. Like there's a, it's, this is a really well-directed show. Like really well, good, like really strong looking show. It's it's impressive to
3: me that he can somehow match the insane kineticism of the Edgar Wright movie. Like that Mm -hmm. movie moves at a mile a
0: minute. And it, or the Edgar Wrong movie. Or the Edgar Wrong movie, <laughs> oh, you're correct.
2: Or the Edgar Wrong movie. It,
0: it, 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 which is, which, oh, fuck it, uh, which I love, I, I think that's funny. Like, fucking, fuck It, it uh, would have been
3: even better if they had gotten Edgar Wright to voice
0: him in the show. Fucking, fucking, uh, fuck it, uh yeah, that, that would have been extra fun. That would have been They great. did get Simon Pegg and Nick Frost to be in the They this, did,
1: basically. yeah, that was funny. I saw them, I am like, hey, look at those
0: guys. Yeah. And if I can, and if, it's very clearly them because you hear them and it's like oh the yeah. the only two British people in the show you got it's got to be Egg and Frost right if like, you notice you know there is a guest star in every single episode There is, there is yeah and also um Cal like Cal Pen's in this briefly he plays the lawyer for Matthew Patel mm-hmm.
2: um oh yeah he does uh, yeah
0: the documentary guy is voiced by Weird Al yep. uh, is it really
2: Yep, yeah, yeah it it is. Is. I
0: didn't notice that. It is weird I once you realize I don't, it's weird like, oh, out it, I don't yeah. pay attention to the credits so yeah, uh, it's weird out um it's weird out I mean the cast in general is stacked um the cast in general is stacked. I'm like 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 i there's been a lot of, like the what's interesting is that the is that yes, while the big ap- one of the big appeals of the show is that they got the entire cast from the movie back, and when I mean the entire cast, I mean like literally literally the entire cast. Won. Um, with the exception of the twins, the, they, have, they have new actors. But they don't they have, have any dialogue actors. in the movie anyway. Yeah, so it's not a huge deal. Um, um, but um, no, but this is still technically an anime dub, because the the Japanese was recorded first, so this, they are technically dubbing over this. Uh, which I think is really interesting, which I think is interesting. Most of them do uh, no, and I am a little uh, all over the place on how the vocal voice performances are. I think a lot of them are really... Some of them are really good. Some of them aren't. <laughs> there's a couple weak links here. Um, uh, there's a couple weak links here. I don't know how... I, I don't know if everyone else feels the same, but I'm kind of that way where I'm just like, eh, it's, uh, some of it's really good, some of it's not.
3: Uh, oh,
0: yeah. I,
3: I, I so. 100% agree. It's very mixed across the board. There are some eh. that you can tell are... Uh, Either just really not good voice actors. Voice acting. Yeah, there are some you can tell are just really good voice actors, or have um, gotten used to it, or mm-hmm. there are people who you can tell
0: have not done the shit at all. Like fucking fucking. Uh, I love Kieran Culkin, and I think he settles into voice. It settles into Wallace again very quickly. Uh, so by the end, he's a lot better. But it, it's a it's a little rough for him in the first couple of episodes. So I'm like ooh. You have never done voice acting before. It's very clear that you have not. Um Uh uh you have not. And let's just say that uh it's very clear that when you get you get actors who have done voice acting before in this, that they are a lot better. Ob- like obviously if like fucking Aubrey Plaza has done voice acting before and she's very good here. Yep. Uh probably the most obvious one is May Whitman. May Whitman um, is the standout. Yep. And May, May Whitman who plays Roxy, uh Ro- Roxy started started as a voice actress. Specifically, she's Katara from Avatar the Last Air. That's Adventure, right. Yes, she's Katara. Which is a vocal performance that won her actual awards. So she knows what she's doing here. Uh, and she's very and of course she's very very good here. Very very good here. Also I think Chris Evans is also very good here.
3: Chris Evans? Um, well, he's great. I think my favorite performances My favorite performances in the show Are obviously May Women as Roxy Uh, Chris Evans as Lucas Lee Does a great job Um, I really love How Brandon Routh plays uh, Todd Ingram in this He's
0: so good (laughs) I, okay, my, Brandon, okay, Todd in the film was, like, one of the bigger threats from the X's, and that was his whole role, was, like, he was, like, he was, like, someone called him, like, the, oh, shit, X that shows up, he's the third one that shows up, and he's the first one to really give Scott a kind of a hard time. Yeah, Um, vegan powers. The vegan powers and stuff. In the, in this, though, he's full-on just, like, fucking wacky shit it's great it's, it's so man's <laughs> got a tattoo of Wallace on his chest <laughs> man, man man got obsessed immediately it's mm-hmm. great um I also forgot how much I I also like this version of Kim I forgot as well yep. uh fucking I love
2: this version of knives knives yeah, oh, rules in this show Knives oh, has great. the
3: best facial expressions of the show, by the yes. way. Uh, mm-hmm. which it tracks I... because she also had the best in the comic as well.
1: Here's Here what I'll, I'll say: eyes, like they're completely <laughs> blank, but they're very expressionable. So <laughs> she, she's just,
2: a, she's just a little guy. Ga- she's a little guy. Small. Small. So here's what I'll say about the dub in particular, uh, mm-hmm. because so. I have a tendency to kind of half agree with Matt and Shane mm-hmm. um, because a lot of this, I feel, was stylistic in choice. Like, it it feels like you can... T- so, it feels that, like some of it, yeah, is stilted. <laughs> and that's because, yeah, these people are not voice actors, for the most part. Like, they are not. They are screen actors, and some of them haven't really done a lot in, like, four or five years. Yeah. Um, or oh, more. Oh, yeah. I haven't, so, I haven't
0: seen fucking, I uh, fucking, I haven't seen fucking Brendan Ralph in a lot of shit after that. Yeah. Like, fucking, he's, he's he ain't in a whole
2: lot. <laughs> so a lot <laughs> of these people, but, I feel like, because it, it, because Scott Pilgrim takes place, obviously, in, like, the early 2000s, um, well, the comics I started guess in with,
3: 2004, so that gives you yeah, perspective
2: there. So early 2000s, and I guess because this one they replaced Amazon with Netflix. When it's supposed Netflix- to
0: be, from what I understand, it takes it's it takes place. They moved it up. It's supposed to take place like around like. 2008-2010 ish. Yeah. So, yeah. Which Netflix yeah, were so, still doing DVDs at that point. So. Which by the way yeah. it adds up if you realize that the movie that they're directing is supposed to be Scott Pilgrim vs.
2: The World film yep. which came out in 2010 so 2010. that adds up. So Yeah so that makes sense. Um. So but it feels like they were going for like a early 2000s dub kind of like some of that kind of fun stilted dialogue that makes you go oh, okay. It's kind of goofy, but okay. Um, like, I, I also feel like some of, of the voices were based primarily on, like, the character themselves. Like, Matthew Patel speaks like a theater kid. He talks like a kid who has never left high, like grade 12 theater class. Like, he just is all about the dramatic, and that goes with his voice. Um, Wallace Wells is a narcissist who has no care in the world for anything but himself. So he speaks, so Kieran Culkin talks in a very kind of relatively not monotone, but a very deadpan kind of tone of voice, because he's seen all this shit, he's tired at this point, and he just wants to be be gay and, and do crimes. Um, Jason he really Schwartzman... That really
0: he, is, Wallace, in a nutshell. I, okay, Jason Schwartzman is actually really good in this. <laughs> Jason <laughs> Schwartzman's <laughs> great. As,
2: yeah. as Gideon Graves slash Gordon Goose from North Bay, Ontario. Um, he does an incredible job. Can we talk, um, by the way, can we talk about how good
0: of a year Jason Schwartzman is having? Like, yeah, fucking uh, great he's day in, job. I mean, I mean, like he's in this, but he's also like, but also the same day that this came out, he's in the new Hunger Games. Um, yep. he's also in Spider Verse. He's the Spot, mm-hmm. and he's in Asteroid City. Yep. Yep. Um. So he's having a hell of a fucking year, and he was also in a bunch of other stuff this year too. Um. Uh, and this is not his for, and I, and you can tell, by the way, that Jason Swartman has done voice work before. Obviously, he's done, which is probably why he's one of the better ones here. He's, he's spot, against Spot from Spider Verse, but he's also um, in The Artful Escape.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, yes, shit. He, is. he plays Zomb. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, yeah. So, so he's done voice rules, work. The game rules. You yes. should yeah. play it. Yeah, yeah, he's
0: done a lot of voice work before. Voice work before. Uh, Anything else people want to talk about? positive, negatives, or this? Just...
2: This show is very gay. It's so gay. It's like the most gay it's show. So gay. gay. It's so okay. gay. The
0: amount, the 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 fact that the two like most animated kisses are the gay ones, I think, is very funny yeah. and objectively perfect.
2: Like, amazing. Um, also, I want to say that the fact that this is an anime that uses fucking Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire. Yes! (laughs) Yeah. As one of the ending themes. And also the only anime to reference both Beck and Beck. Yes. It references Beck in the opening, and I'm like, oh my god. (laughs) That's a fucking Mongolian Chop Squad reference. Yeah, fuck it. And and of course the band Beck, too. And of course the the band Beck as well. Sex
0: bob is based, it has inspirations in Beck. Um, Honestly, this good,
3: show yeah. th- this show is uh, very much a contender for a lot of our year-end uh, categories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is rules, best dude. direction, best art style, best op, best soundtrack, <laughs> best writing, best writing. Which yeah. let's ta- let's ta- ta- talk about the soundtrack, can we? Let's talk about uh, uh, Anamana, 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 Gucci. Anamana Gucci. yeah, yeah. kind of goaded.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. They also did the 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 for the game, right? So like yes, they fucking, yes. uh, so and like, there's actually. I fucking- I-
3: I love the way this uh, show references the other uh, Scott Pilgrim material, because there are songs from the game thrown in there, too.
0: Yeah, The, the songs from the games that you can. I, I heard that there's also songs from the movie. The way they use Envy Adams' song mm-hmm. is really fucking clever and it's great. So, even
3: if, it's so cool. I, just, I literally cheer. Even if
0: it. I'm very sad, even if I'm very sad, we didn't get to hear Brie Larson sing it again. But whatever.
2: It's fine. Um, I did cheer uh, when Black
0: Sheep started playing, though, so. Yes, same. See um,
2: see I cheered when this woman came out and started singing I Will Remember You at a <laughs> yeah, funeral. At a funeral. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah which by the way stirring.
0: I have learned that uh, fuck fucking uh, fuck fucking which by the way, that song was sung by Emily Haynes, which is the yes. song from the band Metric, which yeah, Metric. Also did was it. A, yeah. Which was also an influence on Sex Bob in the film. Uh in the original in the Scott Pilgrim film. Well yeah, they have uh,
1: they have Drew Larson's band do the metric cover, so yeah, because the a yeah, yeah. metric cover. So yeah, also,
2: they do. The med- also, c- can we just talk about Matt? Just how Sex Bobalum is like an actually good band, and no, they suck so hard that they go wrap around to being good. That's they don't right. even suck. They just they don't have confidence. Okay, no,
0: no. In the comics, they yes. canonically suck, though. Actually, if you have read the comics, they're, they're a- like they literally like canonically like yo, they have like two chords for this song and they're bad. So yeah, they're a garage band.
2: Yeah, they're a garage <clears throat> band. Guess what? The Black Keys have most of their songs in like three chords, and their and music the, and the is Black still Keys good. Suck. Fuck you, fuck you! You don't fucking don't say not, that in my You heard here first, folks. Great. Matt has said that
0: the Black Keys do, in
3: fact, suck.
2: But like, no, fucking, no, 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 no no no, 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 no,
3: no.
0: They no, it's because they suck. It, it like I said, bands like that they suck. So hard that they wrap around to being actually really good.
1: Oh, uh, now good. he tries to salvage it. Black keys so bad they're good. Here, here first.
2: Okay, that'll be on his tombstone, folks. All right, okay. all all you black key shooters. Matt's address is B. <laughs> is a four 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 Cedar Street. His, so-
3: his social insurance number is B
2: at <laughs> 444 yeah.
3: Cedar
0: Street. Now, whoever actually lives on a street like that, I'm so sorry. Um, but so, the, so yeah, yeah just dogs and people, tier. guys. That's not I mean, something yeah, I've got to do on
2: the I'm so podcast. sorry. Just Don't check doxing. your mailbox. Don't check he, your mailbox. There's going to be bombs in there. There's a pipe so, bomb uh, in there. And it's from me, by the way. Just letting you know. It's actually address to that you know what spencer
3: uh, it is insanely you coded to casually dox someone and also send them a bomb in their mailbox
2: yeah i've i've doxed them but then also i've i'm the first person to send the bomb
3: you're the first yeah.
2: person to... <laughs> surprise That's, fucker it's surprise. like it's like side tangent do you remember that like mario party like instagram video i sent you guys in yes. the group chat Yep. So like me and Brunett were talking about it, but the part of that video where he's where the guy is just like, if you take a star from me, I'm gonna burn down your house is the most Spencer coded statement ever. Yeah. D- don't do Dude, this. I will fucking drown yeah, your children. Yeah, like, yeah, you
3: just casually film their uh house and put it in your Instagram story.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. YouTube oh, wait wait, never mind. YouTube has said uh that's not a good thing, but you're totally cool. Keep on making videos, kid. Yeah, yeah. So, keep you know. getting
3: monetized.
2: Let's go, let's but, go. But also, yeah, no, Um, I Feel Fine might be one of the best Sex Bomb songs. Like, You know what? This is why we're best friends,
3: because I was thinking the same fucking thing.
2: <laughs> Both part one and part two. B- b- After part Knives two, Joints better on the keyboard, because, yeah. Because Knives Joints yeah. on the keyboard. Um. God, this is just... Thinking about Scott Pilgrim, especially, like, this anime, just get, puts a smile on my face because, as I said in the beginning, it's just so genuine. This is a genuine fucking... These people didn't have to come back to, to voice work. They didn't have to. And yet, within
3: three hours of that email chain, they were back. They, they,
0: I mean, you get, a, you get an email from Edgar, Edgar Wright going... Yo, we might be doing more Scott Pilgrim. You get if you say no, then you are forever remembered as the guy who said no. You get
3: you get an email from Edgar Wright with the subject line "Scott Pilgrim continues?" Question
0: mark. You're well, answering yeah. that email and you're saying if, yes. Yeah. Most if of, you like, don't, if you don't, that means you are the person that said no, and you don't want to be that it for guy. Everybody. That means you're ruining for everybody.
2: Yeah. Uh also, yes, uh Mary Elizabeth Winstead, I am single. Uh I am nowhere near as attractive as you and McGregor, but I do make a really good fried egg sandwich. So you can see <laughs> up on Instagram.
3: that's your claim you the
2: baby. You, you can expect <laughs> yep. her call with the next week,
3: buddy. With the next that's, how, that's, how get, that's,
2: that's how you get in their pants. I make a, I make a I hell can, of a fried egg sandwich. Dude, it's dude, listen. You take the egg, you, you put some like spice, some like kind of spicy Morton sea, uh, sea salt on it. You flip it over, you, you season again, you flip it over until it's cooked nice and well. While the uh, English muffins are being toasted, you then put the, the eggs to, to the side on, on a warm burner and you put in um ham and you flip the ham over you you cook the ham up on the frying pan that might have that has some of the the egg juices still in it and some of the extra virgin olive oil so it soaks up into the ham put that in their lettuce mayo on both bun on both english muffins boom
3: you heard it here first ladies he is submissive and breedable
1: So if if Uh, you've gotten this far to the podcast, dear listener, you now have the perfect recipe for a fried egg sandwich. Go ahead. Again, if you don't like it, Spencer Hill's address is 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Mm -hmm. Uh, Send all your threats there, please. Why are we casually (laughs)
3: doxing people?
1: Where the president lives. It's the White (laughs) House. Yeah, let's not
3: dox. Exactly. Stop doxing me. (laughs) I live at the White House. Fucking big Biden's going to show up at your doorstep. (laughs) Let him instead of Big pharma. It's big,
0: big Biden, big Joe, Joe. <laughs> big big Biden. <laughs> I'm Biden. I'm just imagining. I'm just imagining, like I'm just imagining, just like normal Joe Biden, but just
2: really huge, <laughs> just like, so like like twelve feet tall. tall. So like <laughs> big Yoshi, but big Biden. <laughs> big Yoshi, big but Biden. big Biden.
0: I think we're ready for scores. And what's <laughs> the final fucking scores on this, guys?
3: I'm so, giving. What's your I'm, final score? I'm giving it that juicy 10, baby. The juicy 10? That juicy 10 continues the trend of uh, Scott Pilgrim being goaded in any way, shape, or form.
2: All right, Spencer. Oh, God, fucking easy 10. Easy 10 out of 10. If if Mal wasn't cowards and put this on, it would be getting the easiest 10 out of 10 on my Mal list. But But unfortunately, they are. They're cowards. So, Wait, the yeah.
0: only anime site, by the way, that's doing that, it's on any List and any Chart. So, yeah, therefore Mal yeah. is the odd one out, and um, I'm gonna Malice. find them. Mal is, they have Mal is so dumb when it comes to that stuff too. Like fucking, mm-hmm. literally, literally, just but, go, just uh, go watch Jeff's video on the subject. Just go, just yeah, go watch that. But yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. Shane, the uh, bed. I already gave like my Adam. score, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Adam, what uh, do you give? Uh, I
1: was going to say seven out of 10 because like, I don't have the emotional attachment to this media property, but I talked myself into upgrading it. So it's an eight out of 10 now.
0: Fuck <laughs> <Hell laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. We win. The more you're like, you know
1: what? This is pretty good. <laughs> like, this pretty is pretty good, good. good. Yeah. It's, again, still not as good as Heat, but uh, eight out of 10, still perfectly good. It's, a, you know it's honest, okay, Adam. Most things
3: to you aren't as good as Heat.
1: Yeah, if if you're not a fan, I'd recommend starting with the movie first and then watching this At least Safar- baseline, with- watch the movie. Watching this first and then is going to be so confusing. Yeah. yeah. So you might as well watch the movie first. It's like two hours Cause, long. Because
3: if you watch this first and you're like, "Wow, they're really building up this Scott Pilgrim guy," and he got
0: washed immediately, <laughs> you're
1: like you yeah. like, who is this clown?
0: Yeah. yeah who is this, Who is this clown? And then like watch the movie and like, oh, so he is a clown. <laughs> uh, fucking. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, so uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Also, yeah, uh, yeah. Also, Scott Pilgrim takes off. Gets the eleven out of ten from me. A hundred percent. One of the best shows I've seen this year in general. Uh, uh and expect to see it at the year-end awards. A hundred percent. If you don't oh, see it there, yes. Then, uh, uh, if you don't see it there, then um, we have been kidnapped and our new ad. We've been replaced uh, by AI.
1: <laughs> we have
0: mm-hmm. We have you you been got, replaced
1: the John Fetterman. Evil
0: clones. Yeah. Uh, which me, yeah, that's exactly yeah. So like, expect to expect to see it there. Uh, expect to see it there. And with that, we move on to nothing because this is the last regular episode of the show of the of the podcast we have this year. You heard it here first, folks. I wasn't joking when I said that the podcast getting canceled. We're getting canceled because I'm going to prison. No, uh,
3: man, what did he do to get to prison? Place your bets on our Patreon. I, uh, Fraser, uh,
0: I doxed too many people in this podcast. Uh, oh no,
1: we doxed Joe Biden.
0: I, I yeah, doxed Joe Biden. That's what you, happened. Dude. Um that's a federal I doxed. Crime, dude. Yeah, that is a federal crime. Uh but yeah, in any case, but yeah, this is the last regular episode of the year. Uh so we so uh so we're so as per expect as per usual, next episode is our year-end awards. So we, there's no sh- so no show is being covered. Um, because we're already going to be talking about a fuck ton of stuff during that, during that time. It's going to be kind of a celebration of the year as it gone, as it gone by. And of course, yeah, expect to see South Pilgrim there. Or, you know, or maybe not, or maybe, who knows? If we get replaced by those AI. If we get replaced by those AI. Who knows? Like, we know, uh, hey, there might be other shows there. Who knows? I don't know. There could be fucking... If any any of them any are. you those
3: saying the that there control? is more yeah. anime that exists than Scott Pilgrim takes off available now on Netflix? I don't, I don't, I don't know. What do you think I'm saying? <laughs> you tell me what you're saying. It's fucking I, I'm just saying,
0: I'm just I'm just I'm just saying that there's other shows, you know. Cause... God, I'm gonna fucking kiss your lips. And with that, we'll move <laughs> and with that, I'm Matt aka <laughs> so You can find me. On Twitter at Legion Rex, you can also find me on Twitch as well as on YouTube, also at Legion Rex. With me, I have my co Shane, aka the Bearded One. Oh, yeah, you can find him on Twitter at Beauty Gaming Network. Uh, where his last post made me want to die. Um, so <laughs> I... what
2: the fuck did you post? Was you it post? was
0: it the Apple? It, it was a, it was a fucking the stupidest <laughs> <laughs> meme I have ever seen in my life. It was Is it, it, a,
2: it was a CM Punk. No, it wasn't
3: the No, he's talking about my fucking... actual original content. <laughs>
2: oh, okay. It nah, was. A, it see. was a
3: picture of a, a neighbor. It was a picture of a village in Greece that looks exactly like Sonic oh, Leash, and I was just like, yeah, apetose. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. No, and then there was of course the fucking uh, fucking the fucking the Rio de Janeiro power plant thing. Just me when I shit a lot from my <laughs> ass. me <laughs> when I shit that a was... lot
3: from my ass. <laughs>
0: I saw that, chain I saw that at work, and oh. I... And you were I'm, probably delirious because you've been up all night. I wanted to kill myself. Dude. <laughs> I wanted to fucking just end it all immediately. And with me, I have my co-host, Spencer. You can find him on Twitter at Barry Burton with two Wait, well, He likes a lot of cosplay pictures, and he's also the fan page of the Cincinnati Bengals. Um...
1: Rest in I... peace, Joe Burrow. Rest
2: in peace,
1: Joe Burrow. <laughs> Rest yeah. in peace. He's dead. That's... He will. He will return next year with, with the uh, the Bengals. So Bangle's how uh, Bengals heads? Red.
0: How's it going? Well, we're we're on suicide watch.
1: <laughs> what well, the Bad. How Jake Browning does? If he's good, then maybe we can make it work. I might be a Jake Browning head after the game. Uh, yeah. However, yeah, like I said before, though Michigan did win. They beat the evil Ohio State Buckeyes. The good guys won again. So that's what that's what's up
0: yeah uh with me, and across me, we also have adam uh special uh, resident sportsman uh you can find him on twitter at young enron, um, young enron. yeah
1: pretty and, much nothing else yeah, going but on
0: he on and he and he may have made it. On.
1: I am done. I am in the self-editing phase. I need to find an editor and then a publisher or both at the same time. Or you can
0: self-publish. and Yeah, be be cool. Yeah,
1: and then make zero dollars. I'm in this shit for money. I want to make. Do you think I'm yeah, in this for the here art? I'm here
3: to make big bucks. I, <laughs> I heard in it in here first shit. he's not in it for the art, he's in it for the I cash.
1: I don't give a shit about art. It should be nothing to me, man. I'm moving like French Montana. I'm in my life's money.
0: passion, gaining capital. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, got to got to get that cheddar cheese, you know. Um uh, we but,
1: yeah, uh, we'll see what happens, but hopefully within the next year, it'll be out and in bookshelves or the Amazon store or something like that. Oh,
0: just the, buy it, the e-book just the buy Amazon, Amazon, your your local Amazon Kindle. Just buy yeah, it for maybe, your maybe I'm coming right to you.
3: <laughs> you just you just like beam it directly into
2: their brain.
1: <laughs>
3: it's, it's, like, like, it's like amazing amazing. I'm just it's amazing. Amazing. my brain.
2: Coming soon, soon to, like yeah. I would say, coming soon to Elon Musk's brain chip. Adam's
1: book. This is the first ever Neuralink exclusive. Coming soon to Google Glass.
0: A Google Glass book. First you remember ever, Google Glass?
1: I remember that. I, I kinda wanted to have one when I was younger, and then I realized this is the stupidest idea in history, so I'm not gonna bother.
0: <laughs> well, it's it, it's it's stupid. It's stupid because like when you realize it's like, oh, they're just gonna fill it with ads, man. Like it's just gonna be fucking. They're just gonna, gonna, gonna sell, sell your, your personal, personal information. In the He's <laughs> gonna put on the glasses, and all you're gonna see is be like, you're gonna you immediately you're gonna see like fucking un, the most unhinged ready player ever. one.
1: It's really like playing a Ubisoft game. You fire it up, you pay seventy bucks or however much it is, and then boom! But hey, out. our
3: new game's twenty percent off for Black Friday. You should buy that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, just buy our buy our product. <laughs>
3: Buy our product while you're currently consuming our product.
1: That's what I am. When I'm going to be on uh, on next year for the uh, the Ghibli movies and then Black Lagoon onward, I'm just going to be screaming "Buy my book." I'm going to end every it seems like period. Damn. I'm going to end every sentence with "Buy my book."
3: Damn! Look at the, he's doxing our our schedule for next year. Can you fucking believe this he's shit? Do- oh, I'm do-
1: sorry. Not like you. <laughs> no, don't, don't don't worry. Shh, shh. It's okay. Who, Who cares? They're going to forget. Shh. <laughs>
3: They will, they will forget. They, they, they will worry. forget I'm, about I'm, this episode like two seconds after you're done listening to
0: it. So it's fine. Don't worry exactly, about
1: it. Exactly,
3: yeah. I you know, it,
0: forgot. It, it, it's about a podcast. This. Do you think anyone actually listens to watches podcasts uh, like listens to podcasts like actually like they haven't. It's always background noise. It's that's just
3: content being thrown into the void. That's it. Yeah,
0: yeah. man. And speaking of the void, that's where I'm about to go because we're ending this because we're ending this show. <laughs> Not the show entirely. Just this episode. Uh, I need to clarify that because Shane continually is like, yes, we'll cancel The Gap and no we it's, uh, it's, it's over. It's done so.
2: Bye.
1: That's all, folks.
3: Thank you for listening to The Gap. If you like what you've seen, you can subscribe to The Gap Podcast YouTube channel to get the latest podcasts as they go live. Be sure to like and comment and let us know what you guys think of the show. Thank you very much for tuning in and we'll see you next week.
2: Get